Griffin of You Watch, I Listen. Taylor, what's up? What's up, dude? Josh, How's what's up? Yo. Right. And we got our friend Jerry sitting in with us for the first time. Jerry. What's up? The hacker. Uh, for, yeah, the You Watch, I Listen hacker, which was your, maybe, you're a pretty good troll. I was I, ve- I was disappointed because you troll on Facebook very well. I actually fucked with you into a troll a couple weeks ago. Then you deleted it. The Jersey Mike's thing that made it look like it was real, that they were changing the name of the BLT. <laughs> dude, I said, I said I said to these guys in our group chat, I was like, I'm going to send this to Jerry and tell him to post it like it's real. And then, like, you posted it an oh, hour yeah, later, yeah, you deleted yeah. it. Yeah. That was <laughs> I no re- I, you know, when I don't get reactions after the first, like, 10 minutes, I'm like, this is a See, fail. I don't, even if I do that and I don't get it, I don't delete it because I have to live with my shame. <laughs> if you're going to troll, you have to die by it sometimes. Yeah, facts. But, um, yeah, so Jerry's here with us. Um, I met Jerry at a Dolphins Jets tailgate, Dolphins NYC. I remember the, it was obviously Dolphins Jets, but um, it was when Brian Hartline went off for like two touchdowns and he waved to the fucking crowd. So I met you there. We've hung out a bunch since then. We met at a couple other Dolphins games, Mets games. You met Taylor at the Mets game. This cocksucker fucks with us at the game. Like, we're standing there talking and then he's like face to face. Oh shit, look! And we all jump. He did that on the fucking Shea Bridge like dude, four times. Dude, in he a row. just did it to me in the backyard like 20 minutes ago and I got out of my seat because, like I said, when I'm like, I go to Mets games on myself, I make everybody think of foul balls coming. <laughs> See, that, that's fun. I've done that to people when you're sitting like uh, on field level. I love doing that I to people. Jerry, thanks for coming in. You had a bit of a hike getting here. You came right in from Brooklyn, right? No, oh. uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay, even better. Yes, yes. Yeah, because that makes it so much better. A little, little bit cleaner, bro. <laughs> a little bit cleaner. Yeah, not by much. <laughs> I, I see. That's the thing. I despise New York City with the passion. I'm grateful you got out for your sake. Oh, yeah. It seems like a great place right now. <laughs> the, our, the mayor of New York City is doing a great job. <laughs> de oh, Blasio. He, he is the best. <laughs> yeah, especially for unions. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> so, good, so, guys, episode 111, you watch, I listen. Jerry's sitting in with us. This week, I'm going to be reviewing Paris's White Noise. And I'm reviewing First Perform. All right, we'll see you guys in a second. The You Watch, I Listen podcast starts now. Had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck your A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. What did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. First time, long time. Dude, I was doing nothing but listening to. Uh, oh, we're, just, we're recording. I, oh, we are recording. First time, doing, long time. Dude, Great, thanks, Josh. The fucking John Lagreca just freaked the fuck out. John, Don Lagreca, same thing. John, yeah, I, I honestly, John Lagreca. Maybe he wouldn't be with fucking douchebag Michael K and Peter Rosenberg. But he was so good. I just, I, he's great. Every, I love him. Every every couple days, I watch the Ed Cranepool rant and I just laugh my ass. That's off. a good it's one. The There's a good one. Yeah, when, Jerry, that's a good idea. Yeah, when they're yeah. giving him shit about um being happy for the Giants uh, getting a no hitter because his wife is a Giants fan and so, he, good for. Her. 
Good for me. Good for the Giants. He's a funny, and his brother does uh, Busted Open Radio on Sirius, who our friend Mike Tomchak works for. It's a wrestling podcast, a yeah, wrestling well, radio well, that's, show. Uh, what's his name? That's, Dave uh, LaGreca. Well, no, that's Bully, uh, Bully Ray. Does Bully Ray does that, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because when he did that rant, it reminded me of when you went and when Scherzer threw a no-hitter. Oh, I was at that game so, when Scherzer threw a no-hitter against so, the Mets. So he was he was at the game. We're all at uh, It was the second buddy, to last game of the season. We're all at our buddy Greg's house. We're watching the game, and I remember, I forget, it might have been Bob or Greg were like, yo, well, how pissed is Dan? I go, he's going to be happier that he actually Honestly, just saw a no-hitter. Honestly, because at that point, the Mets had already clinched the division. They were playing for nothing. And how many chances do you get to see a no-hitter? So me Not being so a baseball often. fan, I was like, all right. It, I was mad for about two minutes. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, right. Who, Game five of the World Series yeah, when I saw oh, the, the Royals win the World Series. Oh, you were there. Oh, you were there. I was there. Oh, Shit. dude. But you know what? I saw history. I saw someone with a title. The I Royals mean, you are never going to win again. Yeah, ever. they're never yeah, going to win again. I mean, I you probably handled it with more grace than I would because I still fucking hate the Royals. I hope that whole fucking oh. I hope that plane gets <laughs> we are marshaled. I fucking hate them just well, for that. That was all. Like they were just the team of destiny that year. Man. Yeah, they like, they, they really just, were. They everything came together. It was mostly homegrown. Dude, 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 what was it? Game one, first pitch inside the park home run. Yeah, Cespedes. Uh, dude. All the Cespedes fucking shit. Yeah. Or whatever. That was awful. I mean, it was cool seeing David Wright hit a home run. He deserved it. Yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff. It was such a fun season just to end like that. That's I a remember, great documentary, man. Tears of Joy. Oh, it was, oh, fucking, it was, it was fucking great. But um, I, was, I was saying before when he got here, uh, the, so the landlord knows Jerry because when the Dolphins won the wild card in Adam Gaze's first year and they were going to play in Pittsburgh in the wild card, he was like, do you want to go? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? They're going to fucking lose, and I'm going to be so fucking mad, and I would end up... You know how I am. I'm a spiteful cunt. I'd resent him for the rest of my life for making me go. So I was like, no, I'm not going. And sure enough, Matt Moore gets knocked the fuck out. Um, It, it was an ugly game. Oh, that was the Bud Dupree hit? Yeah. That uh, that, I, I think it was Bud Dupree that le- leveled him. Yeah. Um, And I and who played the rest of it? Was it Osweiler played the rest of the game? No, that was before Osweiler. Was it? Oh, yeah, that's was, right. Uh, that was the Jay Cutler year, Osweiler. It was one of those scrubs. That Falk, was, like, da- David Falk or something. Yeah. No, it, not even, it was before. There was the guy that probably played two games his whole career. David fails. <laughs> it was. It was. I just remember. I'm at the game. I'm watching the game. First off, it was like a fucking two degree day. I'm like, I would have been so fucking pissed at this okay. cocksucker. You know what I did? What? So I, I wore five layers of like Under Armour because it was like the coldest Dolphins playoff yeah. record. Yep. I wore like a whole bunch of shit and I was warm as fuck. Yeah. What I forgot to do when I left the hotel room was jerk off. Well, actually, not the whole room. My house. I should have bought boots. Oh, you wore like just regular sneakers. I wore regular sneakers. It'd be funny if you wore sandals. My feet. I couldn't feel them. Yeah, that's. All. And and my whole row, they must have thought I was an asshole because everybody's from Pittsburgh around me, and I'm looking around. And everybody has boots on. There's this douchebag with these stupid sneakers on. <laughs> it's so funny. Like the Steelers are a team. Like at that point, I really hated them. I don't hate them as much anymore. They always. They're, they're like the. Ra- I hate the Ravens, but they always have players I like. I hate the Ravens because no matter how bad they are or how good the Dolphins are, or vice versa. They kick the shit out of the Dolphins. It's not just like the Dolphins lose by the, the, the you know the skin of their teeth. They get their fucking asses kicked. Yeah, it's always just a fucking <laughs> drubbing. Dude, I watched you walk out of a bar tab after a Dolphins. <laughs> the Packers. That, I, that, that I was the Packers play. that fake when Aaron Rodgers fake spiked them. We were at a fucking bar. Yeah, we're at a we're at a bar and then Rodgers does a fake spike. He throws a touchdown. Game. It's game over. It's he just rips his jersey off in the middle of this crowded bar. So he has nothing but a guinea tee on his Zubas and he just walks. And out. Then I took my Zubas off in the parking lot. Didn't pay my tab. Didn't take my debit card. Didn't take I was so fucking mad. Taylor has like countless videos on me having like fucking meltdowns. Did they charge you? 
Uh, yeah, I got my card back like two days later. I was I didn't want to go back. I was so fucking angry. I, I have I have a video before he lived with me over at, uh, at the other house where he was like he's watching the Dolphins game and he just fucking take a shit on me. Fuck. <laughs> that might have been a, that might have been a Mets game. No, no, no. That was a Dolphins oh, was it? game. That was hey, Dolphins. What's game. the difference? I'm always yelling about something there. That was sports. that. You yelled at Lamar Miller. You said eat my fucking balls. You fuck. <laughs> you played you played college at the same fucking stadium and you can't run the fucking ball. I was that very, has nothing to do I, with. And it. I was very angry. It was that the the, the Joe Philbin years were very well, frustrating. So, so that was like week two. They were playing. They were playing. They're playing the Patriots. Week no, two. it was week one. They beat the Patriots. Yes. Week two, they lost to the Chiefs. Yes, facts. Yeah, I remember right. now. The Chiefs beat them. Uh -huh. I, I was not happy about that either. Nope. Um, yeah, I I have gotten better. I, how many jerseys did you actually it just came in my time hop this week when I set my Daniel Murphy jersey on fire <laughs> after he went to the year after 2015 when he went to the Nationals and was just killing them and I set it on fire in the back. I, I it's therapeutic for me. It helps me get over it. I now I'm like, Murph's on the Rockies. Go for it, dude. Yeah. I'm rooting for it. I him. loved when you sent me a video of you pissing on your Carl Stansby jersey. No, um, no. so it was the it was a Joey Porter jersey. It was he, Joey Porter. I, that was a bad weekend for me because it was the weekend Anderson Silva broke his leg oh, against God. Chris Weidman and then the next day, all the Dolphins had to do was beat the fucking Jets with Geno Smith, who they drubbed earlier in the year. <laughs> And he had a and, perfect and, pass And they fucking lost. <laughs> a and perfect pass I, I pissed all over my Joey Porter jersey. You know and then I finished pissing. I'm like, I got to fucking clean this. You know what's good for me is when I go to the to the bar. That I yeah, Slatery's, right? Yeah. Yeah, Slatery's. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, is that, what's the name of it? I don't know. What's Slatteries. Slatteries. I've never gone. I thought you were doing it on purpose. No, no. I honestly, <laughs> I look at how it's spelled. It's Slatteries. Okay, I've never, I've honestly never got, I've thought about going, but then it puts the prospect of going into New York City into like my head. Beatty Midler. I was no, like, <laughs> No, he said Betty. Who's Betty Midler? Betty, Betty Midler. Yeah, I was like, shut up. It's like, oh, Bet Midler. So you go and you go, but I go there. It's therapeutic for me because I there's a I don't want to say his name. Oh, Bill. Oh, okay, yeah, Bill. Yeah, Fine. Go. He doesn't care. I watch him and he's screaming. He's like, I'm writing a letter to the commissioner. And Dude, this guy. <laughs> this this writing a letter. We're, so we're in the Facebook group for Dolphins NYC, and his name's Billy, and he is constantly talking about like the Dolphins will have a bad call in the game, and I'm very much that if you have a chance to lose by a bad call, you probably deserve to lose. So nice. whatever. Oh, uh, it's clearly rigged. I'm writing a letter. This is ridiculous. I'm going to write my senator about he, this. He's serious, though. Dude. One time he's like, hey, Dolphins NYC, what do you guys think about me becoming coach of the Dolphins? And I know dude, he's serious. Dude, he texts me and he's like, you got to go in there and encourage it. Dude, He, I must have like probably 18 like messages from him that I have not replied to because he sends me every Dolphins newsletter like or news like eight hours after it comes out. Like, Did you see this? I'm like, yeah, dude, everyone saw it by now. Dolphins fans, Cardinals fans, uh, LA Galaxy fans, everyone's seen it, Bill. But uh, all right, guys, why don't we uh, get into the fun stuff, our reviews, um, and then we'll go into our picks, and then we'll do the, the fun stuff. Uh, you want me to go first? Yes. Now, Josh, did you listen to the album as well? No. Okay. So <laughs> you gave me the album uh, Paris's White Noise. I knew nothing about this band outside of having a chick singer. Um, Real nice. Uh, so I'm glad you gave me this album because it's been a while since I had an album I really didn't enjoy. Um, let, let, me, let me just... Uh, Prefaces. Lyrically, it's a very good album. Okay. I think lyrically, it's well written. <laughs> everything else. I love how fucking instantly Maddie gets. Look at him. Okay, over there let, me, let me let me explain. Everything else was my son's ass. It was. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me explain. I I described it as shitty, joyless paramour. Daniel, now, I can show you. I can show you the text. That's exactly what he referred to. Shitty, joyless paramour. Okay, so I want to say that I did give. Uh, 
two songs threes. So I didn't hate everything on it. Two songs I gave threes. I gave My House a three and um, Smoke a three. Good those songs. Those are literally their only, those are like the two singles. The, okay, I see why. They were good songs. Everything else, I mean, listen, not everything was a one. Uh, the first song on it, You and I, was a two. Empty was a one. Smoke was a three. St. Patrick a two. My House a three. Holy a one. White Noise a two. Fire two. Eyelids one. Mirrors two. Gla- Ghosts two. Let Them In two. And the last song, it's just a revert, like a remix sure. of You and I. Yeah, right. A one. Um, there's just nothing in the album. Her voice is good. She does sound a lot like Haley Williams. Her voice is very, very similar. The music didn't really do much for me. There wasn't like a much, uh, the, the music didn't match the lyrics as far as like emotional weight to it. So it didn't really pull me in at any point. I listened to it a few times hoping I'd like it more. Like I said, I did like those two songs. I added them to my playlist. So that's more than the fucking Arcade Fire ever got from me. Okay. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. It just, you know, sometimes when you can tell, like when I gave you the Tool album, you get it, just but it thing. just doesn't connect connect with you. Facts. There was nothing in this album that connected with me. There was no like hook, line, and sinker. There's been albums you give me where I didn't love the first two songs or first few songs and then one pulls me in. I'm like, alright, I kind of get it now and then those other songs grow on me. Okay. The ones that I gave ones to just had like, they were emotionally void. There was nothing to it and I, if that's this style of music, that is what it is. It's just not for me really. Okay. But there, there was just nothing that hooked me in at any point. Like I said, her voice is good. The music on the songs I liked was really good. I get what they're trying to do. I think they're actually very well produced. If there's one thing I can give it credit for, it's a very well produced. That's it's right. mixed very well. Yeah, it sounds good. Did you listen to it? I listened to it three times. Okay, what'd you think of it? Alright, so I thought the production was very well done. Great, great. And then I said, let me Google who sings this, because I'm pretty sure this is Paramore EDM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, she, she does sound a lot like Haley Williams. Not really. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, well, you're a bigger Paramore, a Paramore fan than me, so maybe you know her voice better, right. but that's the first thing I thought of. When the landlord came outside, she thought it was Paramore at first, or just Haley Williams. Now, here's why I get a and it's not your sure. fault because I understand because a lot of bands in this genre do get misrepresented because Paramore is Paramore. Yeah, you know yeah, I'm for saying? sure. So I get it. Uh, you could throw in the world's smallest cock. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, it, that, just throw it on my world's smallest <laughs> cock. <laughs> but, Put a cigarette out on my helmet. But like I said, I, I get it and I get what you're saying. I, I don't see I, I don't I don't see where that's cultivated. In all honesty, I think Lynn really stands out on her own. Her voice um, is great. That's I, why I'm, I think it's it's great. But and I also think it's a bit of an unfair comparison to compare to Haley because Haley's a legend. All, all yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know for what I'm sure. saying? But yeah. I I get the comparison. I don't agree with it. I very adamantly disagree with it. But I understand what you're saying, so I'm not too pissed yeah, at you. It's, you know what I'm uh, honestly, again, it was it, it this isn't even in the like five worst albums I've gotten in the show. I'd rather listen to this than that fucking piece of shit black metal album that was just fucking nonsense. It's, this it's like your opinion. I didn't man. add any of the songs on that one to that. And I, it's that, so, I don't this, blame This you makes too. Arcade Fire look like Spanish love songs, okay? Spanish love songs. Great. <laughs> um but um uh, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna give it a one. It's gonna get a two because I did like a few songs. There's more twos than ones on here. Okay. There's some. There's some ingenuity to the album. Is I was gonna I'll say. say you alluded to you hating it a lot more. No, than I, your scoring, I honestly really. no. I want the first time I heard it, I fucking hated it, and the more I listen, I'm like, all right, I I get it. There's something I can I can appreciate with it. It's just not for me. It's just like there's there's been country songs I've heard. Like I get what they're doing. It just doesn't connect with you. I will say it is very artsy fartsy to be honest. It, with it's you. Th- that's the that's actually the best probably word you could do for it. It's well, artsy. Farts. It's appealing it's to like a, cer- a certain demographic a bougie, of douchebag. Yes. <laughs> not you. Not you're not that demographic. But the, I guarantee you, That's the main first, fan base. You heard that? No, you're still fucking oh, stupid. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I didn't like guys went shut up my dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> I told you to fucking we're gonna set your dick on fire, and I called you a pussy. He, no, he calls me a pussy, then he goes sorry, and I and I go why don't we why don't we set your dick on fire since you just like volunteering everyone else to do horrible shit, and you go but I said sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, if you say you're sorry, like you can't Don be mad. Paris, dude. Like no, and you're no like Perry. That's not true at all. Um, okay. I know what's happening. Yeah, true. So I'm gonna give it a two. Not the. I do think that if you like this, um, like uh, synthesizer EDM rock, I guess is kind of what it is. Great. The production on it is fucking. Yeah. Could you turn his mic up a little bit, Josh? Just a tiny bit. Um, I think the production on it's good. I could see. I see why people like this. Facts. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give it a two out of five. They're also a fantastic live show. Like this. Like, I this believe is that 100. Like, percent If you saw them live, it would like it's one of those bands. I, I you actually, saw them live, it would change. That, a that's lot. a great point. Yeah. I agree with that completely because the, the sound phenomenal. of it, it, it kind of plays into it. It's probably got a great light show with it and the effects and things like that. It's fucking phenomenal. Dude. I, I believe seeing, that. I like like they opened for Bring Me the Horizon, which is oh like yeah, that's okay. Of what the, complete opposite. Maybe more right. recent Bring Me the Horizon is similar. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking like five. Whatever, it doesn't matter. All right, uh, so two out of five. Cool. Uh, so you gave me first perform starring Ethan Hawke, another A24 movie because I haven't seen enough. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to educate you more. That's fine. <laughs> Keep trying. Uh, so this movie's pretty damn cool. Uh, it's a different. It's a little. It's okay. It's very morbid. Yeah. It's it's did you watch morbid. the movie too? All right. It's a very morbid movie. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Is not phenomenal. Ethan Hunt. You're, I know you're watching Mission Impossible, so you were going I, with I, Ethan I, Hunt. I watched all the Mission Impossible movies <laughs> this week, so like I was this close to saying yeah, Ethan. Hunt. I know. I could tell. Um, you know. So I, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, it's like I said, it's incredibly morbid. There's not a point in time where I'm like, hey, this is great. this is uplifting. You know? At not at one point. I mean, there is a bit of levity. Where, the ending where, I thought was where the uh, Ethan Hawke's character. Okay, so Ethan Hawke kind of plays... Um, oh, you can't hear anything? Oh, that's not good. Did you turn his headphones down? Is my mic even on? Is my mic even on? Yes, no, your mic's, on, your mic's definitely you. on. Yay. Are you turned on? Uh, I'm always turned on. You got no snare in your headphones? I got no oh, snare in oh, my headphones. Oh, 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 uh, I hear it. Good now? coming back. the whole time. Yeah, just just to sit there the whole time? Oh, here we go. Break Taylor's phone. Break Taylor's phone. Hi, phone's landlord. Hi, landlord. Hi, Lacey. How are you? I don't want to be here either. Oh, oh, easy, easy. Okay. Wait, was I supposed to be hearing things this whole time? I didn't even know. Oh, your headphones weren't on this whole down. time? I don't know. Is it all the way down, Josh? No, no. no he touches it and it oh. goes on. So now he just has to hold uh, his finger there the whole Lacey, time. See, this, is, this, this is why we can't have nice things, Lacey. Okay. I probably hey, should have said something other before way. we started. Uh, to your right. Your other right. Go. You got it. Nope. Wrong way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Headphones don't work. Dog's going crazy. Oh, it's all good. What's up, landlord? How are you? There it is. Fine. There it is. Good. Okay, fine. I won't Bye. be nice. Bye. <laughs> All right, you're good now? Yep. All right, I, I fixed it. I got snare. You I got, got snare. snare. Headphones. Headphones. Okay, so um, you were saying... I so, completely derailed. Um, Ethan Hawke is playing uh, a priest in a small town yeah, at this church that's like uh, from 1760s. Yeah, but it's essential. Once you, once you like dive into the plot, once you really see things, is that uh, it's more or less the tourist attraction. To yeah, for sure. The, There's to, a bigger church in town that they're affiliated with. Cedric the Entertainers. Yeah, I know. So strange, he right? He was awesome in it, dude. Yeah, he, he, he played good. a really good small role. Um, but the other th cool thing about this movie is that it's definitely endorsed by Al Gore. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, you know, basically what happens is... An inconvenient is, is truth, the prequel. Ethan Hawke... I almost said it. Ethan Hawke uh, is consoling this one gentleman who's kind of self-aware about, you know, the climate change. Yeah, uh, Amanda Seyfried uh, comes to him, the, yeah, uh, the right, girl. About her uh, husband. Her husband that she's worried that he's been... In, he was just arrested. He's in, like, this environmentalist so, extremist group. Yeah, so so he's, like, cons he's, like, consoling him. They're having a conversation, and he's keeping a journal about everything at the same time. Um, 
the craziest part of the whole movie, and I like the way they did it, was when he's like, he gets a text from the guy. He goes, "Meet me in this park." Or yeah, yeah. And he shows up, and he, like you don't notice it because it's not like one of those like snapshots. You just like you don't even notice. You just follow him, and then you see off to the side like this dude's head's blown off, like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, and I'm like, he oh. walks up, and you see the you see the body, the headless guy. I just love how like at his reaction Subtle. was like, oh, oh, that's not good. And there, there's by some- the way. How many times could you have really called the fucking cops and this movie's over? <laughs> the, the, dude, the fucking... The vest? Uh, the vest? The, the suicide vest? The suicide vest? And he's like, you're not going to call the cops? No, I'm not going to call the cops. They were like, like Barry. Honestly, and it's, and, it's it's a suicide mis- vest. and it's a mistake so many people make. It goes back to like the Midsummer thing that they think, oh, they're just being this way. They're ju- they're going to make it worse by calling but, someone. But but that's like that's a situation. Let, let's, let's take movie out of it. Sure, sure. Real life. In real life, that's... There's a no-brainer. You call the fucking cops. Yeah, it doesn't for matter. sure. You like you call somebody. Well, there, there's some elements to it when you think about uh, Ethan Hawke's character's backstory. That you know he um, kind of encouraged his son to enlist in the military. Uh, his son he, gets. He, he yeah, was in the military. Yeah, his whole family. His his father, his grandfather. That's his real life. Yeah, no, th- just the character. Oh. The, the character that Ethan. Shut up! Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! He just did. Oh look! Uh, um, he's the only so, person I know that can get you every single time. He's I know. The only person. Um, that's why I said he's a good troll. So it, there's. Some some, uh, st- his wife left him because their son was killed, and she so and he kind was of encouraged. His wife, him. that Esther chick. No, that was just a woman that he. It was alluded to that they had some kind of fling. They probably right. went on a few dates. It's just one of these things. that's like kind of there that he's been p- pretty much closed off to right. emotional connection. Because that's been that was one of my favorite parts of the movie when she's like, "I just feel bad for you, but like, do I want to get you help?" And he just goes, "I despise you." Yeah, it was. I despise what you make. Like he says, really, really hateful so, shit. And I loved every I, second. I, I, because um, I, the, the the guy that directed it, he's actually been Scorsese's writer for some of his biggest movies. He okay. wrote The Irishman. He wrote Raging Bull. He wrote Bringing Out the Dead. He wrote I think he helped write Taxi Driver as well. He's more of a screenplay writer, but it, this is his best movie that he's directed. But he does very well. If you haven't seen the themes that I just mentioned in all his movies, characters that are in a downward spiral. And you see Ethan Hawke starts out as warm, yeah. and then slowly like that scene where I despise starts, you. He starts losing it. Yeah, and... Um, you, know, he, like, like he, you find out he has cancer. He has a bad drinking problem. Yeah, There's he's trying to medicate his pain with alcohol. Facts. He's mixing Pepto with fucking vodka, which which was disgusting. That, that, and, uh, I, mean, I think we all try. We've tried to. Fuck when I you, when I get diarrhea, um, that's usually what I do. It doesn't really. Help. But, uh, so the one I got a cold sore. I've been ta- I've been taking Vicodin. That's <laughs> all right. You took Tums. It's fine. Yeah, I took um, Tums. I my, could drive home. My, the only part I don't like, but I understand why they did it, was like the fucking levitation shit. So the dream it, it's, sequence it's a, where he kind of spiritual. It, that's the most. That's that, the, that part is definitely a little too artistic for me. I get what they're trying to do with it. They're trying to convey that he finally feels like he's bigger. Than the because his whole thing was in his inner monologue in his journal that he doesn't feel connected to anything. It was the first time he felt it connect since his son died, felt connected to something that was bigger than him. Just doing this weird, very erotic but not sexual thing with this girl. And I, I if you, one of the th- things in the movie, if you watch throughout, um, we just mentioned the Pepto and the drink, he's constantly has his drinking glass and the drink becomes more and more diluted until the very end when he's about to kill himself with Drano. He was about to kill himself with the suicide vest and kill the guy um, that runs the chemical company. And then he sees the girl come in. So he's like, he does this, um, you know, uh, self-mutilation thing. He puts the barbed wire around himself and then he's about to drink Drano. And I actually like the ending. I like that abrupt ending. See, I took it differently than you. Okay, go for it. See, I got more of a Sopranos feel. 
how it faded to black. Well, yeah, the ending. Yeah, I, I thought well, he was dead, and that's what he saw. It, that's a good point. That could de- definitely that's be what of, it is. That's, that's see, I was kind of the same way because like I, I had to watch the last twenty minutes like three times. Well, that's why I like endings like that because the, how ambiguous it is. Yeah. You could take it either way, but it gets to the same point that he found like he whatever it was his inner peace he was trying to find. The ending brought that to him, whether it was real or it was that he killed himself. Um, I, I thought Ethan Hawke was fucking great in it. Yeah, it was very. He's, good. he's always good. Um, so, what do you think, Taylor? I'll give it a solid five six. Okay, that, I, I think I don't hate it, I don't love it, but it's it's a good movie for me. It's a seven. I I, I said, I've seen it a couple times now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was actually surprised the landlord liked it more. She's been trying to watch every movie I give you on here just to keep up with it, and she liked it more than I was expecting because it is a slow paced movie. It's not yeah. glacier pacing, well, but well, it's no, it's not too bad. I mean, like, but like when I check and see how long I was at, I was at an hour and twenty minutes, and realized it's a two hour movie. It didn't really fly, no. but it like it felt it's, it's paced the right way for that kind. Right. Of story. Uh, uh, what the fuck was it? Oh, the one thing I actually liked that they didn't do that there wasn't a score. Yeah, I think I, I, like I agree. No. It was like wind and normal shit. Yeah, I like so that. A did lot. you enjoy it, Jerry? The movie? I did. It, I, I, I see. I thought it dragged a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and that's some people are just different with movies. Yeah, I guess, some, you know. there's some movies but that I've seen that are three hours. People are like, the end. I was like, this is fuck. Well, I, I, I told you. Weird, I told man. you in the last twenty minutes, like it gets fucking dark. Yeah. Well, see, like you don't. You get tense in those last moments. There's no real tension up until that point. You're like, is he gonna do this? Is he gonna do? What is he doing? to well, himself. I was he was going to blow up the whole church. I wouldn't have loved the, that. I like that they, it was more reserved. I love that he, like, he puts the vest on and he's about to go He's about to go blow up the whole fucking, like, whoever was there, the mayor and shit. Well, the, it and was he, that chemical guy that and, he wanted and, to take and, and out. He see, and he sees the chi- like hit that chick walk in. She's also pregnant and shit. And he just he just freaks out. No, fuck, yeah. shit. Like, I just love that he like he just lost And he mind. tried convincing her not to come. Yeah, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's yeah. uh, it, it, that's only That can only be an A24 movie because of the kind of story it is. Yeah, facts. Okay. So, all right. Pick for this week, Taylor. Um, I just watched this movie on Friday. Um, So, uh, this is a horror movie, but at no point was I scared. I don't think you'll get scared by it either. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of hype around this movie. And, Josh, I want you to watch it, too. Um, It's slowly sort of building up in the... the, Also, it's been called... It has A24 vibes. It feels like an A24 movie to an extent. Um, This movie's called Relic. Okay, this is the best horror movie I've seen this year. It actually surpassed The Lodge, and I fucking love The Lodge. The Lodge is amazing. Um, premise of the movie is simple. Uh, a mother and a daughter go to take care of the mother's mother. So it's mother and mother and grand, or daughter and granddaughter taking care of their grandmother who has been, uh, for the last year, has had like Alzheimer's, very clearly. They get there, and the grandmother's missing. They don't know where she is. And then she just randomly shows up while they're sleeping one night. And slowly, the story starts to unravel in a lot of weird ways. It's revealed that there's some family history of Alzheimer's, that um, her great-grandfather kind of like went insane on his own, like lost his mind. Uh, it, it becomes a really weird, like, weaving story. Uh, the main actress is Emily Mortimer. She's never been, like, a lead. You've seen her in a million... Th- when you see her, you'll be like, I know her from things. She's She is... Uh she was in the newsroom with Jeff Daniels. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. newsroom. Yeah, she's a is, really yeah. good actress. Um, it's only eighty nine minutes long. It builds up that's, its pace. It, it builds up its pace really well. But it, it's a total study. If you've ever had anyone in your family, a parent, a grandparent, I think I know a few of us here have that have had things like dementia or Alzheimer's or just seen someone slowly start to lose their mind. It will resonate with you. It's that kind of story, kind of like how Hereditary is about grief and about mental illness. Midsummer is about a relationship ending. This is about seeing someone in your family family start to do that. The, the ending of this movie was fucking beautiful. Like, okay. it was actually, like, it actually moved me. I was shocked for a horror movie. At 89 minutes long, it's paced perfectly because it 
it does it, it takes a little while to start getting them things it slowly peels back its layers um, actually the the one that plays the grandmother was one of the the council women in the Matrix Reloaded like one of the people that was said we could send Morpheus and the Nebuchadnezzar out okay. I saw I was like I know this bitch I just watched this okay. um, ah. it, they're really the only three people in the movie there's a couple other like small characters that come along so it's a very intimate setting I was floored by the movie and I knew I liked it when I first watched it but the fact that a day later I was still thinking about it and it was still like on my mind and different things in the movie told me how much I liked it so I think you guys are going to like it I think you'll really like it too um, so my pick for you this week is Relic sick okay so um, go uh, just go around the garage yeah so I think it was a couple days ago uh, no, actually, the last time we had it, nice crack, dude. Uh, <laughs> Shadow crack. Oh, really? his whole ass is out. <laughs> Very nice. Whatever, dude. You need yo. You need the white better. You need manscaped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got one. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. So um, my pick this week is uh, again a little out of left field, but I okay. want to go back to hip hop because we haven't cool, cool, hell in yeah. a while. Um, this is by an artist that was first at, uh, founded the group Odd Future. Okay. I wasn't a big Odd Future fan. Yeah, but not the biggest fan. All three of the guys. Um, as singles artists, I've liked significantly better. So the album I want to give you this week is Tyler the Creator. Is he's the artist, and the album is Flower Boy. Um, this isn't your for you specifically. This isn't your type of hip hop. I know that for a fact. Um, so it's a little it's a little out of your wheelhouse, but and it's a little out of mind too. But this was one of the only albums of like the new age hip hop that I really really okay. enjoy. Tyler the Creator is so, like it yeah, sounds you know silly to say it like this. Like he is he is so innovative. He's such oh, a good. So- Creator. I've never actually even heard so of Tyler. Stupid, I've, never, I know. I've never heard of Tyler. Tyler, roll Tyler. Your eyes, dickhead. What, Josh, me. what are you going to say about Tyler the Creator? No, he was just rolled his oh, eyes because I, I said he's a yeah, creator. He made a bit. Oh, okay. He. I, I wasn't it. trying to make a joke. So, I was like, that's like literally what he is. I've you know? never actually heard a Tyler the Creator song. I've seen him around. I know he had that really weird VMA performance with his whole getup. I actually like kind of appreciate how fucking out there he is in a, a community that kind of sticks to, you know, certain styles right. and themes. So just from a distance, I got no issue with Tyler, the creator. The fact that I don't know anything about him going in kind of has me excited about it because I know nothing about it. Um, now, when did this album come out? 2017. 2017. Okay, so it's recent. Yeah, uh, so it, it's pretty It's pretty damn cool. Uh, like I said, it's not It's not, It's not. not uh, in my wheelhouse, really, because the new age of hip-hop is, I honestly think, as a whole, was really trash. Yeah. Like, Baby, the baby, featuring mustard and shit like that. I think it's featuring absolute. mustard. Remember the guy? Remember we were doing the top oh, ten? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Feature, I remember. Okay, mustard, yeah. But he didn't spell it cool. He just spelled mustard. I know. But, so, I would have done mustard, like T U R D. It would have been like Bert Turd. Bert Turd. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really did enjoy this album. Like I said, just because it is different, I'm trying to branch out and try to really figure out more about like new, like new age hip hop. Okay. Because there is good shit out I'm there. I'm sure there has to be. But this it can't is, just be these SoundCloud douchebags. But this is another. This is another thing to were like I couldn't stand Odd Future but Earl Sweatshirt Frank Ocean and Tyler the Creator separate as singles artists I it, really that's weird enjoy. when like guys in groups like that they collectively like together they're not great but on their own they're even better well here's like, the thing Odd Future was very successful it's just something that I didn't, it didn't really appeal enjoy to you. all that much but like a, a like I said, together they weren't that great. The singles are like they're the like they're the opposite of the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang okay. Clan as singles artists, phenomenal. Yeah, as a group, uh, uh, great, like, Ph- phenomenal. Prob- yeah. Probably the greatest rap group of all yeah, time. To for be sure, uh, hip hop. I- Say hip hop. Don't hip, say rap. Rap yeah. is for it's, white people. Who, it's them and NWA. <laughs> uh, I guess no. you could say Run DMC. I would well Run DMC, Naughty by Nature, and uh, D12. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, without Eminem and yeah. D12 is yeah, shit. Yeah, D12. Uh, they no, have that tr- one single. Tri- everyone always sleeps on a Tribe Called Quest. Oh, fuck yeah. Out. Tribe Called Quest uh, fucking rules. But yeah, dude. Tyler, the creator, Flower Boy. I really do enjoy it. If you really, if you honestly like it, I will be very surprised. Okay. Uh, listen, I there's been stuff you've given me that I didn't think I was going to like before. So this I want to give you something uh, similar. Please. Okay. So uh, I've listened to some Tyler Creator, not for me. I'm going to give you a similar artist. If you haven't heard the album, you might have heard okay. the album. If you haven't, sure, Can I sure. To? Uh, you've definitely heard it. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you Childish Gambino because of the internet. Okay, oh, I have dude. not actually heard that album, so yeah. I that's let, actually I, the album I gave Vince. Remember when yes. Vince was on the show? Yes, I remember. Yo, Childish Gambino is next. All right, so I got two albums this week, and Josh, you got a movie. And if you don't watch the movie, oh, no, I gave um, him- here's the agreement: if you don't watch the movie, I get the Muay Thai kick you on the show for a okay. video. All right, that's all right. right deal. He said, "Okay, witness, witness." Yeah, yeah, I'm a witness, but you didn't tell me there was thorns in the bush behind there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you didn't shit your pants and walk face first into them. <laughs> like oh, yeah, some people, because some people. Uh, all right, cool. All right, guys, let's get into um, our normal thing. The first thing we do um, is. What have you been watching, Taylor? What have you watched? We mentioned the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, so all the Mission Impossible all movies. All seven Mission Impossible six. movies? Six. Six, excuse I me, I watched seven. all six this week. I just, I just, I fucking I got prob- it in my head where I wanted to watch, because I watched the first one, and I'm like, I like the first. cool. Well, the first one's really good when you think about how innovative it was at the time, but I will say, it is still, I've seen the movie two dozen times. It is such a confusing story. It's weird. It, it's not told the best, but there's some sequences in it that are, to this day, iconic. Well, I mean, dropping I, the, from the ceiling. Right. The the helicopter at the end exploding, the mask coming off has become has become a staple of Mission Impossible. Right. So I watched all the Mission Impossible movies. I watched Volcano last night. I millionth time because of you douchebag. I watched Volcano last night also. Dude. <laughs> you were talking. I was like, I'm going to watch Volcano. Because well, the I said sad part t- is I watched Volcano two months ago. So I was <laughs> so I was watching it, and there's one part. It was like uh, you know they're, uh, the the news coverage, and they're doing all this shit. And it's like, <laughs> and you see like the like the vets like this pop belly pig was trying to find its owner, and I'm watching, and I'm like, where the fuck do I know? that reporter who from. was it it's, ha- it's harvey levin the guy who runs tmz yeah dude yeah, yeah, yeah tmz is the guy who ironically in the middle of a volcano I hate that guy. is re- a, a volcano in la is reporting on animals so not only is he a shit reporter in the movie he's, he's actually a pretty damn report well good reporter he, he, now. Listen, he gets almost t- everything right tmz is a lot of things they're scumbags but they're rarely wrong they're rarely wrong rarely wrong like ever they got so much shit for the kobe stuff and they handled it horrifically yes they weren't wrong i mean it wasn't nbc was the one that said multiple more people than that all his daughters died yeah, it was they said little wayne died well i mean <laughs> listen they were hoping <laughs> oh stop it the man who created the carter three i'm never. not i'm not saying anything about what he did previously i'm just talking about now yeah. he's what he you know, I, he's another one stop being a political commentator dude a social commentator everyone just shut the fuck again theme of the show everyone please shut the fuck up besides Facts. us Facts. all right so anything else did you watch or did you um, watch anything else well mm, no not really i've been playing ghost of Tsushima. we'll talk about that in a bit this josh and you watch anything this week? Just old uh, Beavis and Butthead collections. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah dude. I'm so excited. I remember one time Taylor and I, uh, when we lived together, I uh, we took a lot of vitamins, and I was like, "We're gonna watch Beavis and Butthead," and he freaked the fuck out at Beavis's laugh. He's like, "I can't do this right now." Nope. Just the laughs were scaring him. He was like laughing and getting scared at the same time. It was the. But I think shit. as you've gotten older, you've got, gotten a deeper appreciation for Beavis and Butthead. I've always liked Beavis and Butthead, but because I, I took way too many vitamins that night. Yeah, that I was, was a, that was a rough vitamin night, dude. It was. Fun. There was multiple types of ingestion on vitamins too. <laughs> I tell you what, what else is fun if you watch on vitamins and even on vitamins Yellow Submarine. Vitamins, I really stop it. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 psychedelic. That's a religious experience. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really, really enjoy Daria. 
Daria's great. Daria was a great, great show, dude. Yeah, Daria was fucking good. I, I always liked Daria. That was as, it wasn't as that good was as Mike Beavis Judge and Butthead. It, yeah, it was. Well, no, it wasn't technically Mike Judge. He created the character, well, and then he MTV like, spun it off. Yeah, and they did a good job with it. Yeah. It felt like a Mike Judge show. I mean, when you think about all the stuff he's done, you know, Office Space, classic. Extract is one of the most underrated comedies of the last 20 oh, years. Oh, Jason Bateman? A- Extract, yeah, yeah is fucking awesome. great. Oh, Milo Id- Kunis Id- is in that, too. Id- Idiocracy, fucking great. Go uh, away, Bateman. Go away, Bateman. One of my favorite lines. Um, I love King of the Hill. King, King of the Hill's great. King of the Hill. See, I don't like King I of the Hill I think if you all. tried it at this point in your life, you would, because it's so no, it's I so can't. subtle it's and dry. It's, it's funny, voice. like, if you look at Beavis and Butthead and what makes Beavis and Butthead funny, and then you look at King of the Hill, which they both ran at the same time. Yeah, yeah. How different it is. The animation's same, but the comedy is so well, much different. It's so, it's Isn't so Hank s- Hill in fucking well, Doom America? Like, well, it's implied no, it's a, that that's it's, the guy? It's what was the template for Hank Hill. Yeah. Um, but he was that That was a character way before on the Broke Beavis and Bob uh, Beavis and Bobhead. <laughs> Tra- <laughs> Travis and Bobhead is one of them. Um, Rockford and uh, something else. I believe they were Oriental, <laughs> is what he says. Bro, uh, uh, watching like the early episodes... And seeing some of the just, just the stupidity Oops. is great. So one of the one of the episodes in the collection was they were in a, an art class, mm-hmm. and they were taking sketches of nude models. Okay. And this chick comes in and she takes her robe off, and then obviously yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they they have the reactions to it. And the guy is like, "Do you guys have pencils?" And uh, Butthead's like, "Uh, my pencils in my pants." <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, if you guys aren't going to draw, you have to get out of here. And then Beavis goes, ah, uh, can we get up? Can we wait like a couple of minutes to get up? <laughs> it's a subtle show. Dude, like the, show, the show is so funny. Um, so this week, I wa- uh, I d- we had to do one of our movies on our fucking list from that poster last night. Fucking, I know, one best picture, one best director. Out of Africa, it's called. It's Meryl I've Streep. never heard of it. Meryl before. Streep. Dude, Grohow never heard of it. And then he looked it up. He's like, oh, it's Meryl Streep with one of her three Oscars. Uh, Robert Redford so and Sydney. Pollock directed it, who's like a legend himself. What a fuck. I, it started and like 10 minutes in, I'm like, I've seen this piece of shit. I was like, I remember how fucking boring this is. There's some cool, like they filmed it in Africa. There's some cool stuff there. What a fucking boring piece of shit. So I was mad about that. We got some more stuff done in the MCU watch through. Um, we got to Winter Soldier, which I was very excited about. Winter Soldier's fucking great. We did Age of Ultron the other night, which I actually liked more watching it again. Um, and next we got Civil War, Ragnarok. So we're going through those uh, relic we watched and outside of that I don't know if I watched anything else this week did you watch anything else this week Jerry not this week but I definitely uh, rewatched Sons of Anarchy the last month okay was, how far did you get you watched the whole show yeah I got the whole thing I did I, that's my second time going through and it was uh and before that was Sopranos I had to do it yeah I year. yeah See, it's, I, I love Sons of Anarchy it's the last two seasons that annoy me a little bit it's just because like it becomes just a fucking show where it's just like hey can I talk to you a minute yeah. that's literally the entire show the yeah. last two seasons is Jack's just figuring out how the fuck he's gonna do everything well it's like me with The Office I stop at season 7 yeah that's a good time I'm, I'm usually season 5 but uh, 7 so, I can I have a little leeway with it's, so speaking of The Office uh, what the, the guy who played Kevin in The Office just yes. said that during quarantine The Office I think over 250 million minutes were devoted just to the office yeah, streaming. How 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 much people still love that show? I mean, it's it's one of those shows that I it's, love it, so. it's even if I I don't love it the same way I did like when it was first on. I can't deny how iconic it is and how it's just something easy, especially if you know it. Just, it that's the office is it's always sunny or it's always sunny is the office for me. I could put it's always sunny on anytime, laugh my ass off, leave it on in the back because I've seen every fucking episode. Rewatch, rewatch quality of it is like yeah, it's it's, so it's one of those funny. things where you can always have a laugh and even. Even if one thing that gave you like a big laugh the first time, it's amusing at the bare minimum. See, 
Yeah. Even though you guys don't like the Will Ferrell stuff, and I understand, but yeah. like, I like Will Ferrell. James Spader was fucking great in it. I like James. I, my, my biggest gripe with The Office is I, I don't find Ed Helms at any point. I've talked, Ed Helms is he one of the sucks. most unfunny people. Just we needed a more annoying Dwight, yeah. a less funny version of Dwight. Well, that's why I stopped at season seven. Yeah, Once it's, Michael leaves, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not. I, I just love there's there's one part where Will Ferrell like, first takes over The Office, and he's like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have the stuff here, so I'm going to do my juggling act in front of And he's doing a fake juggling act. He's like juggling with no one there with without anything he's not juggling anything and he's doing the fucking evanescence like fucking wake me up or whatever <laughs> and he's like and he's like doing fake throws and shit but he's nothing there well, Will the Ferrell is, actually ever. I watched that new movie with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams on Netflix where they're like in a, a Swedish uh, Swedish band dude Taylor you'll like that okay it's based on a true a true. it's called Eurovision is the name of the movie Eurovision is a real competition they do out it's actually what made ABBA become famous they won Eurovision okay and they're fucking they're from Iceland so they have these thick accents on the movie had me fucking howling at, nice job dude you you drop it all the way down? I got it. How many jewels have you lost so far in I your life? Uh, a lot. Double digits? Oh, for sure. <laughs> 30 or 20 bucks a pop, I guess now, right? Yeah. 20 or 30? You ever see the landlord skit? Of what? Will Ferrell. Oh, of course, yeah. The legend, the le- that's funnier die. One of like the OG viral videos. That's going back to like MySpace, dude. dude fucking funnier die, dude. Yeah, that was. Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, Charlie bit my finger. That's really Tourette's guy's like the OG viral. Or like the fucking like men's asses. What was it? Uh, e bombs world. E- too, like, I used to like, love Rotten.com. Numa Numa. Numa Numa. Well, I Samwell. Although now he's one of these dudes that says he had the gay conversion therapy. Like, dude, come on, you're Stop. still gay. Like, conversion therapy. Yeah, that's it. I love those gay conversion. Therapy people and all the people that like found those groups end up being gay. It's like all the politicians that are very anti-gay. They get caught blowing a Cub Scout in a, ba- a, tra- a traffic stop. Dude, fucking Ted Haggard got shamefisted for a week. You know, like fisted? Fun- yeah, he got shamefisted in like a cabin. Oh, I thought you were saying like he. Uh, okay, he actually did get fisted. I would have been disappointed. I want to see it. No, I'm saying actually watched- no, like, no, it was it was Ted Haggard. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the fucking. With the 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 TV fucking yeah. priest or whatever, he yep. was like you know he was like anti gay and all and that of course shit. he was gay. And they, they found him in a cabin in like upstate New York with like if, four dudes. Dude, and if you have that big of an issue, if you have that big of an issue with gay people and you have to be so public about it, it's probably because you're gay and you're ashamed of it. Almost yeah, always, Who, like again, I don't care how people want to live their life. Although Jerry posted something on his Facebook earlier <laughs> that made me laugh. It was what's his name talking about he'd watch him and his wife would watch uh, porn with his yeah. t- Who said it? What was his name? Uh, George uh, um, Stephanopoulos. Yeah. yeah. He posted, um, my wife and I would watch porn with our teenage daughter, and I commented on it. I, too, would watch porn with his teenage daughter. <laughs> Hold on. Where's the bell? Yeah. yeah. I, I still think Jim Jeffries has the best take on gay marriage and people who hate gay marriage. If you if you don't like gay marriage, don't marry Don't have person. one. It was, That's fucking simple. I, like, there, for some reason, the other day, we were talking some kind of thing about pedophiles. It was like a serious conversation, and I said, was it? Louis C.K. had one of the best bits, and he did SNL of all places at pedophilia. He's like, you know what's going to happen to you if you get caught being a pedophile. So it's got to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, well, that's, that's you said, like, yo, heroin must be great. Heroin must be great if all these people are doing it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> little, little kids must be great if everybody's doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know who everybody Holy is, shit. but uh, probably <laughs> at least one person in this room. I'm not going to say who his name is, Josh, but... <laughs> Um, He's not even listening to you. No, I just called you a pedophile. <laughs> I called you a diddler. What the fuck? You pulled the worst on the show. I, do I, not I, diddle kids. I do not diddle kids. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, so the reason we probably haven't watched it. Well, you watched all seven Mission Imp- 
six Mission Impossible movies. I can't wait for the but seventh. I know. I can't wait as well. They're filming seven and eight at the same time. Good, please. Um, we've been playing Ghost of Tsushima this, on it's, PlayStation. It's the best game ever. It is so good. Now, I, it, this isn't even a complaint. If I had one thing I would change on it is that I would make the gameplay to cut scenes or the, the gameplay to scene kind of thing a little bit more seamless, but that is a minimal complaint to the rest of Facts, it. Yeah. It is so much fun. The combat in it is great. There's so much. The map is fucking huge. Dude, I, I just... I just it's Samurai Red Dead 2. Yeah, I just, uh, it is. I just liberated the first island. That took me forever. I finished. I did that last night. Yeah, yeah. I just finished so what's that. What's about this game? So essentially, it's like an alternate universe, but what essentially is the, the Mongols taking over this tiny little island off of off Japan. Mongolians? Yeah. yeah, goddamn <laughs> Mongolians come down and break down yeah, my like she wall. wall. Yeah. Um, so, like, you have, like, uh, uh, Genghis Khan's great-grandson come in, and, you know, he's taking over the, the Main, island of mainland, Tsushima. Yeah, mainland Japan. Well, no, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a little obvious. island, the island of yeah, Tsushima. Yeah. Because right now, because I'm in the part where you got to, well, I don't know if Josh is there, but you got to do stuff and do things to get to the mainland. But um, it's... The the story's incredible, right? I'm doing it in Kurosawa mode, so it's grainy black and white. It looks like the Japanese. old samurai movies. Like I, there's a oh, mode for that, which oh, is really cool. That's what I did. I actually watched Seven Samurai. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Seven Samurai. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, which, just, well, just because of that movie. It's, I, I also bought Thirteen Assassins. Fucking great. Found that it was on Netflix. Yeah, and I spent fifteen So the whole premise it. of it is your they they the Genghis Khan's uh, great you know, great grandson invades your island. They kill basically all the samurai except you, and they kidnap your uncle, who's like one of the heads of the these clans, and it's basically you trying to retrieve your uncle and then defeat this whole army, more or less. You're trying to recruit people to help you, different types of uh, warriors, uh, archers, things like that. There's all different little missions you could do along the way. You do fucking haiku in the game. Oh, yeah, you, dude, you, I just there's, doing all there, there's all There's bamboo strikes, and there, you can upgrade all your stuff. It's got a lot, and you know me with RPGs usually. I'm very indifferent, but this is the right amount of RPG element to it. it it's a sensational game. I've been playing it so fucking much, and I can just, I, I'm playing, and I'm like, holy shit, I've been playing for for four hours, don't even yeah. realize it. There, there's, a, I'm sorry. Oh, so there was already, uh, in, as far as the story goes, and we were only, and it was only in Act One, but there's a, there was already an oh shit moment in the first act of the game already. Well, with, I, we with, all finished Act One, so what, what was with, your well, shit moment? Well, with the Ronin, with oh the yeah, Ronin yeah, turned on you at the yeah, end. Yeah, dude, that was great, was great like, twist. Like that was nice to do it that early in the game already, kind of set shit up for and, later uh, on. Dude, Act One is, is nice. probably what like 18 hours of gameplay. It, it's it took fucking, me, if like, you do everything four or five days because I'm doing every little every little question mark on the map. I'm going up. I'm doing every little side thing to get I already have all the stances fully upgraded. I don't know if you have all those too. I have all the stances. Not everything's not fully upgraded, but I'm like as I have I'm like four more things to fully upgrade. I have uh I have a bunch of things. Like I did the invasion uh, or the evasion, the deflection, I did all the ghost weapons. Yeah, I, yeah. Because so this the only thing that lacks in this game is the stealth. Yeah and the listen stealth. and as someone who sucks at stealth games for the majority of things, like the stealth is fairly easy. I you know there, what I mean I'm I see the stealth you know what it reminds me of more than Last of Us reminds me of the Arkham games. That's okay. what the stealth Arkham reminds games. me the most because you should be high up a lot of the times. I love the archery in the game. The well, archery is fucking great. It's it's a, it's a bit op. Yeah, honestly, yeah. once you upgrade the bow. But oh, also, it's like is that thunder. Yes, thunder that's awesome. Struck. Yeah, good. That's yeah, that, awesome. Yeah, because you that's hate AC/DC. power goes out. I don't hate ACDC. I just don't like. They're not my cup of tea. I respect ACDC. I mean, it's they're like just, I think it's the 40th anniversary of Black and Black. Uh, I like Saturday. that. I actually like that album. I, I've never shit on that album. I mean, just. 
you know, I, I mean, segue. I, I mean, just yeah, to have fucking, I know that's that's a show. I'm it's sorry, but like, just it's, it's have, like a hangout. But like, just to have like go, you go from one legendary singer, Bon Scott, and your first album back is Brian Johnson and Back in Black. Yeah, no, dude, one of the greatest I, rock records of all time. I like, love Back crazy. in Black. I, if you told me it was one of the five best albums of all time, you'd get no argument for me. And I think they're a great stadium band. They're just not for me. I don't like I don't like Thunderstruck. That song doesn't do it for. I probably it's like with you, like Welcome Welcome to the Jungle. I've heard it. Fuck so, Welcome to the Jungle, dude. I like I Welcome to the Jungle, it. but I'm also sick of it. It's like smells like Teen Spirit for me. I don't. Ever, I want to hear every other Nirvana song except Smells Like well, Teen Spirit. Well, growing up going to Devils games all the time, every single time there was a face-off. They always play. Every single sports it's thing. Every, it's Welcome still. to the Jungle. Well, no, every now it's, now it's Seven Nation Army, and now the whole fucking crowd does it. But which I, I don't hate, though, because it's such a simple and fantastic... It's, it's like We Will Rock You. It's never going to go away. It's, it's so funny. I, we were having a conversation the other day about um, just, you know, how many actual, like, in the last 20, 30 years, how many rock bands are left? Like, how many real rock bands remain anymore? Foo Fighters. Chili Peppers. Uh, Chili Peppers. Green Day. Green Day. I would still consider them more punk than anything else. So I'm just talking, like, pure rock. Like, the Foo Fighters, Chili Peppers kind of banner. There's not real. And Dave Grohl and Anthony Kiedis are, like, the last I mean, front men. I mean, I don't know if they're a band still now, but at the time, like, Kings of Leon, Muse. Muse. Uh, well, Muse see, was- Muse was great for so long. You tweeted about it the other day, and I was like, dude, I love old views. Well, Everything just, up to Black Holes and Revelations, I am a fucking fanboy. So, the, the, Newborn's one of the best rock songs in decades. Newborn is fucking incredible. Submissive Black Hole, Knights Great. of Sidonia, Great. all that shit is amazing. One of the best live bands I've ever seen. Uh, the only thing that they lost me because I was when so ready the, for it was the second law. I wanted that record to be so it was good. Not, well, you know what happened after wasn't. they got signed on, and I can't fault them business wise. They did the Twilight soundtrack, yeah, and they just started making all that same sounding music, and it just wasn't the same because they they came on the scene sounding a lot like Radiohead, like a little bit more progressive See, Radiohead. Thing, I don't even like Radiohead. I love two Radiohead records. No one could ever tell me OK Computer isn't great, and Pablo Honey is fucking incredible. Outside of that, Radiohead, Creep. the rest of it, what Creep. Creep? Creep is fucking great. I, I think you said Creed. Ty- you want to listen to Creed? No, no, no With arms wide open. I like, one, Grammy, dude. Uh, I like one Creed song, and that's uh, My Own Prison's a really good song. i tell you song. what, you can talk that's shit about Creed all you want. An incredible live show. I believe that. Holy shit. I believe that, but uh, I mean, rock bands, I know you don't like them, but Pearl Jam's still fucking going really strong. Their newest album is their best since 10. It's legitimately fucking great. Yeah, it's great when they still have 15 more live albums than actual. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that point on it, but you can't deny that, dude, they're the hardest I'm band not, to get I'm, tickets I'm, for. I'm, they're I'm like not, AC DC I'm not you. denying that. They're I'm your just, ACDC to me. Sure. The, pretty but, much. Ma- Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, I almost said Malcolm Jenkins. He's not dead. Malcolm uh, Jenkins. <laughs> no. Uh, Malcolm Smith. No. What Young. What? Ma- Malcolm Young is dead. Yes. yes. Angus's brother. Yes. yes. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, I, it's we- uh, but it's just weird with rock bands. I think Jack White's one of the last rock stars, too. He, I mean, when you think his, yeah. he, to go from White Stripes, which were a very simplistic but very good band, to making his solo records, which are fucking great. Is, uh, is U2 still a band? I saw you two a couple, dude. I you two. I love. I don't love U2's a, lot. a rock band. Dude, yeah, I mean, I guess. They're, but they're honestly. I'm talking like even. You got to think they were like they're like considered new rock bands. Yeah, like newer. Like I'm talking like up to like the mid to late 80s that U2 came on the scene. When I, they first came on the scene, they sounded like The Clash. I was going to say maybe the 1975, but they haven't put out a new... I mean, they haven't really... They've only put out two early, records early in like Black six, key, six early, years. Early Black Keys, I would put in that category. Everything, everything after El, Black Camino. Or El, uh, El Camino. Camino. I liked El Camino, trash. but Bro, um, Brothers is a fucking great album. Brothers is, Brothers is fucking great. Um, all right, so why don't we get in... Um, we're on the eve. Uh, we're very excited. We're all... Tomorrow. All of us besides... Tail, well, Josh isn't wearing it. Yeah, some nice lightning. Um, 
Uh, Josh uh, Taylor should have worn his baseball stuff. But we're on the eve of me. the 60 game. We got some good thunder going on. Imagine power goes out. Thank God we're on a laptop, but we're going to lose this shit. Yep. Um, so if the episode ends here, we're sorry. We're still uh, going to lose it because it's got to fuck. You got to plug it no, in. That's no? what. No. Well, his laptop is on battery, but I'm saying I'm saying the other stuff's going to go out. Maybe it's for the best. We'll just put on the microphone there. And we'll all huddle around it. Yeah. That would be actually kind of funny. <laughs> um, so on the eve of the 2020 60 game MLB season. Uh, I, I'm very excited for this very, very weird season. Uh, I don't know what to expect, so I thought it would be really... I didn't like. Usually when we've done predictions for NFL, like we did really comprehensive NFL stuff. We did full episodes about NFL. We spent half episodes on MLB last year where we really went in depth wrote everything down, but because it's a crash course season, let's do crash course MLB predictions, all right? So... Um, first off, all of us except Josh are Mets fans. Um, we'll start out with Josh then. What are your expectations for the Yankees? Uh, they're going to win 60 games. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole. You want to throw He's actually texting me before, Jerry, and uh, he was like, is Jerry just trolling, or is he the, this much of an asshole about the Yankees? I'm like, he's a little bit of both. So I was like, he... Um, all right, so listen, they got no pitchers, right? Uh, well, they so got Garrett Cole. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. He's no right. pitchers. He's decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just gave the largest contract to a pitcher in history. You no, but listen, in a 60-game season with no fucking real spring training with whatever this fucking... Excuses. Uh, <laughs> He's making them already. Whatever this fucking uh, scrimmage bullshit was... Uh, I, I don't really have a lot of faith in the pitching staff. I understand. You, you know I always find something to not have faith in. This year it's the pitching staff. Well, and you also, uh, something you always you get pissed off early in the season. The Yankees are very slow starters. Yeah. Even in their very good years, they start out very, very slow. And you can't afford that this time of year. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, but I think that uh, I think that you're going to see somebody on the Yankees is probably going to lead the league in home runs. And it's going to surprise people that it's not Aaron Judge and it's well, not Well, yeah, he's not going to be on the field Carlos for 16 I think it's going to be DJ LeMahieu, I think he's going to lead the league in home runs. Interesting. I, I mean, I, listen, I tell me anyone leads the league in home runs. I'm not going to say you're fucking crazy because 12 could lead it. <laughs> like, dude, like. Well, Alonzo's going to hit 40 in 60 games. Yeah, that, that, dude, so there's only been one player in history that's hit 30 home runs in 60 games. Barry Bonds. King Barry King Bonds hit 32 in 60 games. It's never been done besides that. So I don't think anyone's going to hit more than 25 this season. Um, but so you, what do you really think is going to happen with the Yankees over um, the course of the season? All right, listen. So the, the Red Sox are trash. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Orioles are trash. We know that. Um, Blue Jays can be hit or miss. Yeah, Blue Jays are hit or miss. I think that they have a good chance to make Well, the it. Rays are the team that's going to be the problem because a team that's fundamentally sound like they are where they can't afford to make mistakes because they don't have the luxury of hitting home runs to a 200-foot right field side. Um, they have to be fundamentally sound. They have a very good bullpen. If I were you, I'd be more worried about the Rays than anyone else. What, they yeah. win 96 games left? Yeah, they were great. They were great. I mean, any other year, they win the division. You know, it, it's hard to... You know, in a sixty-game season, it's hard to peg wins and losses, and you it's know, never hard to get pegged. <laughs> uh, honestly, thirty-five games wins you your division. Yeah, uh, realistically, you know, I could see them winning because, like you said, they always start out slow. They're probably gonna they're gonna go on a little bit of a skid. I could see them losing maybe seven of their first ten. Um, and then they got that, and that's, dude. That's literally almost a quarter of your season. That's what's crazy. That's bad, dude. Yeah, and that's what worries me about it. But I could see them going on uh, a big tear in the middle of the season, which they sure. tend to do. Yeah. Uh, especially when you consider that they're going to have runs where they're going to have the Red Sox, the Orioles, and the Blue Jays, and that's a really strong stretch of games yeah. for them. Um, 
I the think road. they're going to win. Well, I don't think they're. We could say road this year with no, no. fans. No it's fans. like the, you don't have that like energy like when when you're you know have the bases well, loaded. Saying, like if you're playing in Fenway, it's, it's really October, weird. It's yeah, it's completely different. Um, I think they're going to win. Thirty-two to thirty-five games, which can win you the division. I mean, it's uh, you don't have to finish twelve games under over five hundred to win the division. Yeah, so well, I have one hundred fifty. All right. The one thing I am I am interested in, you know, baseball-wise this year with the uh, with no fans is I, I, I t- getting to actually hear the arguments between the managers and the yeah, umpires and well, what they're actually fucking see, saying. I, to each so other. I watched the the two exhibitions between the Mets and the Yankees this weekend, and they did the first off. I it took me two minutes to hate the fucking cardboard cutouts. It, I, I like the one person got their dog behind home plate. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's uh, right. It was a lot of it, money. It dude. took me. It, it took me two minutes to fucking hate it. The crowd noise I was fine with, but I, if I'm a fucking operator at one of these stadiums, I'm getting really fucking weird with it. Like when our shitty utility man comes up to uh, pinch hit in the seventh inning, I'm booing him. Like <laughs> I'm gonna drop all kinds of crowd noises. Like I, I would like someone has an error. I play the Seinfeld. Bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum. Like the baseline. Now, now pinch hitting Luis Guillermo. Yeah, yeah. Boo, boo. Like that's what I want to see. Um, I don't mind the crowd noise. It's fine. I mean, it's 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 creative. Like whoever has to operate that, and they're using shows from or sounds from MLB the show. Fine. They're doing I like what they're, Oakland's doing. Oakland is actually you get hit with a cardboard. Your cardboard you, well, uh, hit with the ball. You get, you the, get ball. the ball. That's, That's smart. Cool. That, like that, that. that is yeah. cool. Um, now, as far as the Mets go. Um, I, I don't better, know. They, they better win thirty-two fucking games. I don't know if you guys are as um, uh, you guys might be more optimistic than I am yes. I, because I am the internal pessimist with the fucking Mets. You're more. Op- I've argued with you about it. You're more optimistic than me. I'm like fuck them. They suck like regularly. <laughs> I was trolling you, you asshole. I know. <laughs> well, so I think I, I, I honestly think they're probably going to end up winning. The perfectly probably 30 and 30 is probably what it ends up being, which could be a wild card. You really don't know in this fucking weird season. There's a lot of things that have to go right for them to go that way. They need either Porcello or Waka to step up in the rotation. 1,000%. They need Steven Matz to be what he was in the second half. But above all else, I think the most important piece to the lineup is going to be Ahmed Rosario this year. He needs to be his second half self last year. The problem, the biggest problems I see with the Mets are the bullpen and the defense. The defense always worries me when you're a team that has to get by on your pitching. The bullpen goes without saying. There's something to worry about. Um, I think Batensis is going to be great for them. I think he's going to be a great gap to whoever the closer is. But how much leeway are you giving to a closer? Normally, if you have a closer that's struggling or a, or a setup man, a relief guy, you can give him a week or two. You give him four or five appearances to see if he can sort it out. You don't have that luxury. A guy, Edwin Diaz, blows two saves. He's not the closer anymore. Essentially what this season is, is like a mad dash for every team to get the final wild card spot. Yeah. It's essentially what you're literally is. playing August and September right now, where yep. your every game is important. Every so, single game is important. As uh, I mean, I'm 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 just being again me being optimistic. I have 150 dollars on the over for the Mets, which is 32 and a half. Which is I mean that line is plus. Listen, that's not a bad line to take. Yeah, but they're yeah, but it's plus 400. Dog. I like, put um more so, than likely so, it might not so, happen. So bet G, bet MGM gave me a whole bunch of free bets. So I put three. I put three, they gave me a bunch of three free dollar bets uh-huh. right yeah. to put on um who you picked to win the World Series. I put the Mets and I win like 250. I bet on all the games with one of my three free three dollar bets uh-huh. this Friday. And if I win, I win like twenty six thousand dollars for three bucks. What for free, dude? I if I, why not? If I would have got every fight right on the last pay per view card, I would have won twenty G's. What'd you do? I lost every fight. <laughs> Literally every fight. Uh, Just yeah, five L's right so, in a row. Dude. So you think the Mets are gonna win what thirty four games? Uh, I, 
I would wish they would win 34. Realistically, I kind of agree 30 and 30. Okay. You know, like, that's me being realistic. Me being hopeful is winning 34. Uh, like, like they get lucky. And I they, think if you know, everything goes right, they win 34 games. I think that's if everything breaks right and they are who they are on paper. I actually think Luis Rojas is going to be fantastic for them. Just, I love his demeanor thus far. Although I was... Calm. Yeah, he just seems like Calm. he has a... Uh, and he's just... He's a, a light, he's a baseball lifer, which goes a long fucking I, well, way. I mean, like, look at his dad. Look at his stepbrother. Yeah, dude. You know, he comes it's, from a long succession it's, it's of baseball. It's a lineage, and he's been in the system. He knows so many of these guys since they first came up. He knows Alonzo. He knows McNeil. He knows Nimmo, DeGrom, Mats, all of them. Um, uh, Jerry, what about you? What do you really think what the team's going to do? So I'm not worried about Diaz, honestly, because I think... I'm not as worried as I, I made it sound. I'm, when Diaz started messing up, it was because he was overworked. Yeah. And it happened. And it was always solo home runs. It was the end of May, and he was getting just put out there. April, he day. was yeah. so good. And yeah, yeah, and Mickey kind of just threw him to the wolves. He still he struck out 97 batters last year. His stuff was it, still there. It just the sucks. It didn't go. It just sucks because there were a lot of ninth inning home runs that were like Oh, he broke the record last slave. year, which is impossible but, to do when you consider fucking John Franco. But it's but it's <laughs> but it's the same thing he was saying. It's like, you know, I again, I focused on his ninth inning home runs as opposed to his 97. He didn't he wasn't goes. trying to make guys chase. He gave up so many 0-2 home runs, 1-2 well, home runs. He wasn't making guys chase. He was leaving them out over the plate. But that's the one thing I noticed too was that like maybe because sometimes it happens to guys when you get to New York sometimes you you, you get kind Some of Some guys frazzled. just can't handle it. Well, I mean, now that he has a season to kind of understand, I think it, in the long term, I think that trade's going to work out to be honest with you, even though I, I see the well, fucking videos. Well, it depends on what I see Kalanick the videos of and I just want to throw up. Well, that depends on that, that. There's a lot needs to happen for it to work out. Well, that's he has needs to go 60 for 60 and save opportunities. Well, if you think <laughs> about it, he didn't start breaking down until 60 games in. Yeah, right, yeah, that's year. pretty much what it he was, was a so yeah, he was in April up until I think it was like May fifteenth. No, it was May like May twenty eighth. That's what it was. The Dodgers and that, series. Yeah, and that's what five runs in the ninth inning. And yeah. that's what it was. That's so well, how many wins do you think for the Mets realistically? I'm with you. I think thirty is a good number. That's not that much, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That was perfect. I think thirty is like a good number. I think that's a good achievable number. I think that could get a wild card. I think a lot of teams are going to start off slow. A lot of teams do. The Pirates would have been the best team in the league last that's year. Right. That's yeah, and like, that, what, that's what's crazy. And they, they were they would have been the they were, they at sixty games in in the National League they had the best record and they finished twenty two and a half games back in their division. That's awesome. It's gonna be weird. Yeah. So the okay. Orioles can make the playoffs. Okay. So oh, let's go. Dude. No, but, no, no. Uh, no. They, they were they were eliminated before they announced sixty games. Um, this is actually their best mathematical number they've had in like six years, literally. All right. So let's go into some of the awards then. Uh, who wins NL MVP? Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Um, Josh, do you have a pick? Uh, for NL MVP? Uh, no, I don't really. Okay, you don't follow the NL? No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Taylor? He's going to say Alonzo. No, I, I, as much as I want it. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna throw a name out there. But JD Davis. Uh, oh, oh, that's wow, that's a real out there. Uh, I'm you gonna go. Bet on that. I'm gonna say um, Dude, because that's I plus ten thousand. I'm gonna, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna pick someone that's been one of the worst third basements I've ever fucking oh seen. Dude, good, pretty good in left field though, uh, which is weird because um, he's a natural Dom third Smith, baseman. That pisses me off. No, Dom man. Smith's been pretty good in camp in left field. Yeah, it's but, been fucking weird. Yeah, like, so Cespedes catching the ball behind his back. I know. I love him. Okay, so I'm gonna pick a guy on a team that. Hasn't made the playoffs in years. 
He's been a perennial MVP candidate. He's won eight straight gold gloves, and I think this team will be a playoff team in 60 games. Nolan Arenado is going to win the NL MVP. You know what's funny? I For a second, because I'm still kind of new, I'm sorry, like I'm learning all the divisions. I wanted to say Nolan, but I'm like, watch me say it, and you're like, he's, he's an AL, AL. stupid. <laughs> hey, they could be a fine. I'd pick him for AL. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, I, 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 yeah, I think right. Arenado is going to win the NL MVP. He's going to win his another gold glove, most likely. thousand percent. Um, you know, there's the going to be alive. some weird guys to see because I, I could see a guy like Freddie Freeman winning the NL MVP this year because he's, he's especially a, gr- a great start to the season always. He never starts slow. Oh, but Freddie. when you think about an MVP is generally revolved around offensive numbers. Nolan Arenado is still going to be playing in Colorado. He's going yeah. to put him up, and his defense is fun. Me and you have had arguments about it that I want the Mets trade for him because while his numbers will go down offensively, he saves so many runs on defense. Lead He's the, the league in defense. It's, it's cra- he makes the hardest plays look fucking easy. So my pick is going to be uh, Arenado. What about AL? Well, I'll say I even said, because we were talking about it today in the chat about like... I was I, telling I, him about it. I was, we were talking I, about Brett yeah. Beatty, yeah. So like, well, Brett Beatty and like, you know, as much as I would love Arenado, I would love Chris Bryant too. Yeah, Chris Bryant's fucking great too. I would love because um, you could put him in the outfield too. He's a fucking great he's player. He's a massive human. Being. Oh, he's huge. All right. So what about AL MVP, Josh? Uh, I'm gonna go Trout. Trout. I mean, that's the safest pick. Trout, Trout, Trout. And then I'll say, you know, what you said, led in home runs. I, I think DJ Lemayhew. You think he's gonna be an AL MVP? Yan- the Yankees don't win MVP. But uh, they don't. They really don't. It's, it's just it's just because he had such a phenomenal season last year when he was signed to be a utility player. Really? Yeah. I just can't get over how he like he just was so fucking good last year, and it bummed me out because that's the guy I wanted. You know what I mean? And then the Yankees yeah. got him. Yeah. But I, I think I think Lemayhu really I think he's made for New York. Okay. What about you for AL MVP? See, I'm. I, I'm a big Trout stand. Yeah. I think his teammate Anthony Rendon is going to win it. I I could totally see that. I'm going to change uh, the scenery. All right, I'm going to say one that's going to make everyone unhappy. Don't piss me off and say Rendon. No, uh, Rendon. No. <laughs> um, the <laughs> AL MVP will also lead the AL in hitting, and that'll be Jose Altuve. Boo. Yep. And here's what's going to piss you off the most: the Astros are going to win the AL. I no, hope so. fuck them. Probably. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Dude, listen, you should. Did you see him and Bregman get hit back to back at? Um, yeah. Good. I, I hope it keeps fucking. I happening. agree. With you, I agree with you. I honestly don't think they were doing that on purpose because it was a slider. They got hit with sliders, which you don't hit people with sliders. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine having that kind of control with slider. You could hit someone with it. Oh, then again, we had Oliver Perez for years, so that makes sense. All right, Um, AL Cy Young, Taylor. Who's a pitcher in the AL? All right, I got it. Um, uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Blake Snell wins it again. He won it last year? He won it two years ago. Oh, well, okay. Fine, whatever you said. Yeah. All right, fine. Josh, are you going to say No, I, I'm going to say what I said last year. It's going to be stupid. Uh, well, actually, no, I think Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole? Josh? Uh, uh, I actually think Verlander, probably. That's a good pick. Jerry? That was my pick. Verlander? Okay. All right, so let's go to NL Cy Young. Jacob um, DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom? Locked up. Yeah, it's, it's DeGrom's to lose. All right, here we go. Jack Flaherty of the Atlanta Braves, who was better than DeGrom in the second half. He finished this season in his last 11 starts, 8-2, and two, with a 0.91 ERA. And he's 22 years old in a shortened season. Because here's the thing. At two bad starts, you lose a Cy Young. Mm-hmm. And listen, DeGrom could easily do it. I didn't pick him last I picked Syndergaard last year. That one fucking great. I got to change, <laughs> change my pick. Okay. Ryu. 
Uh, oh, okay. He right, right. Off that's true. Uh, like Ryu, Ryu, yeah, that's a that's what, a, what, what do you have like a one six? Oh, it was it was one. It was yeah. yeah, it was that, that's a good pick yeah. too. But I just think look at what Flaherty was in the second half. Um, I, I'm gonna go with him. Uh, that it, listen, Degrom could very easily do it if he is. Oh, his actually, cons- I, I want to change. I want to be Scherzer. Actually, Scherzer. I well, think I, Scherzer- I, listen. I want Degrom to win. I want to go three straight, but. I think Scherzer has. Okay, well, then this will, before we get to our World Series picks or playoff division picks, um, hot takes on the season. Guys that will, you know, who you think will win the batting title, who will do this, who's going to wash out this year. I have one here. Max Scherzer is going to pitch to a 5.2-plus five point, 5. ERA this year and be out of the league by next season. He's on the Roy Holiday track. He's done. Uh, done. He's going to drive a plane into the car? No, no, that's after he retires. That's after he <laughs> oh, retires. Okay. Um, I could have said he's going to be, what's his name, that died on the <laughs> Angels last year. <laughs> the one that oh, overdosed. Tyler Skaggs? Yeah, yeah, he could do the Skaggs that's thing. Terrible. No, I think he's done. I think Scherzer's stuff is done. I think he, he you got to think about how dominant he was for so long. How he kind of, he was this pretty good pitcher in Detroit. He wasn't this, you know, insanely good until the end when he won his Cy Young. He kind of came up and all of a sudden he started doing well. Goes to the National League. He's even better. It's the Roy Halladay trajectory of career. He started falling apart at the end of last year. He has not looked good in camp. He's not hitting as high on the fastball. He has such a mindset that makes you think he could probably overcome it, but so did Roy Halladay. Roy Halladay was a fucking dog out there. So I think Scherzer is going to show that he's washed this year. I hope so. Um, so that's my hot take pick. Taylor? Uh, are the Reds, where are the Reds in? AL or NL? NL. NL? Yeah. Okay, then I think Joey Votto is going to win the batting title. Okay. Right that's a, I mean, that's always a safe pick. He's one of the you know, most you look underrated at, players of his time. You look at his numbers when it comes to the hitting numbers. He's also They're, the only walk in the holiday fucking uh, no-hitter in the, in, the, in the fucking playoffs. Yes, he walked. He, he walked. Um, the thing with Joey Votto is when you look at his numbers, when it, the hits, the home runs, the doubles, RBIs, they're not like anything that stands out to you. But you look at how little he struck out, how much he got on base. He If he, he picks it up in his last few years, he's on. A, he could be a Hall of Famer because the, the way he walked was just incredible. Um, Jerry, do you have a hot take pick for this uh, season? I think Paul Goldschmidt is going to lead the league in batting. I could totally say. That's I'm a, a huge one. Goldschmidt fan. And I love Goldschmidt. 60 games, he's getting older. I think he's going to go hard. I think he's going to have a really, really good season. Okay. Josh? I think that uh, what you're going to see is... Um, he wasn't paying attention. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was paying attention. Fuck you. Wow, Jerry uh, fits in here. <laughs> um, I think that Garrett Cole is going to severely underwhelm in his first season in pinstripes. That's a good uh, pick. I think that a lot of people are expecting, a lot of Yankees fans are expecting that he's going to go out there and put on a Cy Young type performance, but it's not going to happen. You're so pessimistic. The, I am. The, the, yeah, because he hasn't been to a World Series in a decade. <laughs> the yeah. best pitcher on the Yankees this year is going to be Jay Happ. Nobody's going to see it coming. Uh, you know what? I That's not that crazy to me because Cole, especially when you look at his demeanor on the mound, he's a dude that feeds off the energy, whether it's the home crowd or away crowd. And that's something that could be very interesting to see. It's kind of the opposite of DeGrom, who's just cool, composed. He has no real demeanor out there. Cole gets fucking fired up about it. Yep. So I could totally see that. I could see by the same turn, this happy is, and good. This is not to say that he's not going to long-term work out. Sure. But this is just the worst fucking situation and, mm-hmm. for a free agent signing like that to start off on the Yankees. And what's going to suck is that if he does like have a bad year, if he pitches, he needs to pitch to a 
sub three ERA for him to be considered like a good pickup, right? Yeah. Yankees fans will never let it go until he wins them a game seven or something in the well, World Series. I mean, I mean, look how look how fucking long it took for the Yankee fans to turn on uh, Stanton. We fucking ran AJ Burnett out of town within a season. <laughs> and then what? Uh, what do you go to Pittsburgh after that? Yeah, yeah, and and it was and great. It was good. It was Pittsburgh. great. Who was the guy that faked injuries every year? Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, he came from the fucking Indians. Pavano. Uh, I've never Pavano, seen, Carl Pavano. I've never seen anybody more hated in New York than that guy. Yeah, I mean, um, didn't, he, didn't he die in a plane crash? No, he, that the Yankee fans wish he did. No, Carl, you're thinking of Corey Lytle. Corey, oh, Corey Lytle. Lytle. That used to be the joke that uh, how did you know it was an A Rod flying the plane because A Rod couldn't hit anything in October. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, as far as batting title, you said Joey Votto. I do think Jeff McNeil is going to win the batting title as long as he's in trying to hit home runs like he did in the second half last year. Well, if they keep putting him in that slot, because just from the two games I saw where they were playing the Yankees, I mean, it, you could see that he's clearly hitting for power. Yeah. But he also came out and said he'd rather hit the top of the order, and I would prefer that as well. Yeah, which he can't be trying, because the first half of the season, he batted 347, and the second half Ridiculous. of the season, he was 278. More home power, sure, but I do think that if he goes to his line drive approach, he'll still hit, you know, 10 bombs probably. He'll hit three, I think he's going to hit 360 this year in 60 games. Someone might bat 400 this year, which would be fucking weird. Well, it would probably be fucking Jose Altuve. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I picked him. Um, well, that's what you said. The last, was the last person to finish the season with 400 was what, Ty Cobb? Ted Williams. Oh, Ted Williams. Ted Williams, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, no, Ty Cobb at like a 360 yeah. average, whatever. Okay, so let's go into division picks then. Um, AL East, Taylor. You have to tell me who's in. Yankees, that's a Yankees division. Yankees division? Yeah. It's the Yankees. Okay. I think Tampa. Yankees. Wait, I'm, t- I'm taking the Rays in a 60 game season. I only pick the Yankees because the Yankees are very stacked. It's hard. To, yeah, it's hard it's, when you watch it, that. I mean, listen, you're saying the you Yankees. If lineup. you said the fucking Orioles, I'd fucking come there and set your dick on fire. Listen, finally. as much as much as I'm still learning, I know this for a fact that the Orioles are trash. Yeah, you know for why, sure. You know why I picked Tampa because they're used to no crowd noise. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. No, it's 100 percent true. But actually, again, most of their crowd noise is fucking Yankees fans. Yeah, that, that's so. true. That's so, the best thing Nemo's was ever said about Miami. He's like, it's kind of like playing in Miami. Yeah, there's no one there anyway. <laughs> I just think that the Rays, again, I talked about it. They're they're fundamentally sound because they have to be. Their defense is good. Their bullpen is great. They um, they hit well with runners on base. They don't strike out a lot. So that's why I'm taking them. Um, okay, AL um, AL AL Central. Who are you taking? I told you you have to tell me. The uh, I'll go first. I'll take the Twins. Twins. You, you have to tell me. Who's Twins. In. Indians were the really the only two teams there. All right, then I'll take the Indians. Okay. I like Francisco Lindor. I'll take the Indians. Okay. All right, AL, AL West, which is a really... I'm sorry, ba- Bauer pitchers there now? Right? Uh, no, 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 he got traded to Bauer the Reds. The Reds, yeah. Oh, that's right. Threw the ball into the center. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Freaked out. All right, okay. so AL West, which I think is probably the most interesting division besides the NL East. I think the Angels are going to walk away with that. Okay. What do you think? Teams. Uh, A's, <laughs> um, Astros, Royals. I'll pick the A's just because. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to take the A's, too. Um, I'm also taking the A's. Uh, I I want to like the Angels a lot, but I still don't like their pitching. I don't like their bullpen especially, um, especially because it's that douchebag, Hansel Robles. Robles every time, it's a fucking 500-foot home run. He's like, catch it, guys. Yeah, but every then, he, single, then he goes to the Angels. He and he was pretty up. good. He, point, no, he points up, and it actually goes to the outfielder's glove. I know. It's fucking <laughs> annoying. Um, but I'm going to take the A's, too, because they're another one of those teams that in a, in a 60-game season, Moneyball works, but not in the postseason. Um, okay, so let's go to our division, the NL East. Josh. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm taking the Nationals. Okay. Jerry? I take the Mets. I'll take the Braves. Oh, my God. 
Why did I say the Mets? I had the Braves on my head. Okay. Because <laughs> you were looking at my jersey. Yeah, All right, so you're going to take the Braves. Yeah. Uh, I'm as also... As, as much as I want the Mets, I think the Braves are a very, very, very good team. Um... You know what? I'm going to take the Mets, actually, because I, I do like the Braves, but I think losing Marcakis is a fucking huge deal. Yeah. Um, I think Flaherty's going to be really good, but I, I think that 60 games is built for the Mets because they always look great for 60 games, the Mets. <laughs> Not for 162, but 60 games, they look pretty damn good. 11-1. and one. Um, And I, I you know, I the Braves are another team that they feed on the home crowd a lot. They're a very good home team, um, and team the division rivals tend to struggle in Atlanta, even when the Braves aren't good. So I'm going to take the Mets. All right, so what about AL wild card? You took the Yankees to win the division. What about AL wild card? Rays. Rays? I definitely got the Astros. Okay. Rays. Oh, well, it's two wild cards, guys. So. Yeah, no, I was going to. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, we'll do, we'll do one each. Um, Yankees are one of my wild cards. Um, Indians. Yankees are my second. Uh... I'm totally blanking right now. Uh, Houston. Uh, yeah, Astros are my other wild card. All right, NL wild card. We'll go the other way. Taylor. Uh, the Cubs. Cubs. Cardinals. Um, Mets. Wait, did we even do NL Central? No, we, we didn't NL, NL Central or West. Wait, uh, yeah, N- okay, so, yeah, wow. Um, so, NL Central, I'm taking the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oof. <laughs> Tell I, us how you I really feel. The Cardinals for the wild card. Okay, so now take them for the division. Take them for the division, then. I'll take them for the division. Okay, <laughs> the Cardinals. Okay, um, NL West, Dodgers, Dodgers. Uh, Padres, Rockies. That's all, all you okay, Dodgers. Dodgers. Okay. Now, I, this is funny because I am the biggest troll for Padres fans. Okay. I literally, right under almost every tweet, I have a notification set up that uh-huh. when they. This is since Paddock was the pitching. I have notifications that every time the Padres tweet. I get it, and I write right away, Padres suck. Or <laughs> and, and the same five people write to me, and, like, I just, like, go in. I really do think, though, that they're going to they're gonna be. You think they're going to win the division? I think so. All right. I like that. Right. Tattoo. NL, not. NL West? Uh, you know, it's a toss-up for me uh, because the Dodgers are there, but like, I, I actually agree with Jerry. The the, the Padres just seem it's, like. There's going to be a weird team that wins it. Like, most of us are taking safe picks besides that one. Um, but I'm going to take the Dodgers, too. I just think they're too loaded all around. So now let's do NL wild card. You said Cubs. Yes. You said Cardinals. Now you could change it. All right, I'll do Dodgers. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pick a random one. The Brewers. The Brewers. That's not that random, actually. So one of mine's the Rockies. Okay. Next wild card. Uh, the Reds. I think the Mets sneak in there. Okay. The Rockies. Uh, I like. Uh, I like Daniel Murphy going out there. I. I think as a DH, Daniel Murphy's gonna be awesome for the Rockies. Yeah. Um, my other NL wild card will be the Braves. So, uh, uh, and now what about World Series pick? What do you think the World Series is gonna be? Uh, we'll start with you, Jerry. I think I think the Astros are going to make some noise, and they're going to have something to prove. And they're they going to piss everyone off. Nobody booing them. Yeah. And I think the Astros are going to make some noise, and they're going to go to the World Series. Against who? Who comes out of the NL? I like the Braves. Braves. Okay. Astros, Braves. Astros win it. Which is miserable for me. For some In magic. a shortened season, everybody's already mad. I want to piss the world off. Subway Series, baby. Okay. All right. <laughs> Taylor? Astros-Cubs. Uh, I'm going to take Astros-Dodgers, a, a rematch of when the Astros won their World Series. Um, but it's going to be a weird fucking season, man. We really don't know where it's going to go, how it's going to go. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm going to watch two games tomorrow. we got Yankees-Nationals and Giants-Dodgers. Uh, our Mets play at four on Friday. Very excited. We're going to have very few off days, which is really fucking cool. So we'll have baseball. Our team's almost every day. I think there's they're going to have like one day off every two weeks or something. It's something weird like That's- that. 
fucking crazy. It, it's Aaron so- Judge is not playing at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. All right, let's get to the, the fun stuff. Uh, you know who's having a really good week? Good for us entertainment-wise is one Kanye West. <laughs> okay, yo. Okay, so there need, we need to start out by saying mental health is a very serious thing. Got to look at it, yada, yada. Also, Donde comes out on Friday. Yes, exactly, which I'll listen to. I actually like the single he dropped. The single was hot. It's not bad. I, I, I thought the beat on it was fucking killer. His beats are always fucking good, he's even on his of, bad he's, shit. He's one of the best producers of all time. It's not even arguable at this point. So, Kanye, I'm on Twitter the other day. Are you? I, I went on Facebook and I saw some posts. Yo, Kanye's Twitter right now. So, I go and look and I just see some of the tweets. The first one I see is the movie Get Out is about me. <laughs> I, I, I just love that. Was uh, NBC locked up Bill Cosby. <laughs> that one was really good. He's uh, ta- he called uh, he was ta- calling out Chris Jenner. He wants his family to stop doing. Uh, the, he was calling out NBC and E for them doing Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, saying all kinds of weird stuff. I'm in Wyoming. Uh, yeah. He had that, and that was. Uh, let me start out. I, I jumped the gun here. He did his rally in South Carolina, saying oh, Harriet shit. Tubman didn't free the slaves. <laughs> I saw him like, oh God, my fa- my mother wanted to have me aborted. Um, I, I, we almost killed. My daughter and Kim was like, "No, we didn't." He needs some milk. Yeah, he needs some milk. <laughs> um, so then he goes on this Twitter tirade. He went on another one last night. He called Chris Jenner Chris Jung Un, <laughs> which makes which makes Kim Kim Jung Un, <laughs> dude. And it's I, I like seeing like Dave Chappelle went out to see him. He's getting all the support. He accused Kim of cheating on him with Meek Mill. Um, basically, sounding like he wants a divorce. Kim released some kind of statement today about his mental health. I mean, there's two sides to Kanye here because one thing I've always said about him when people are like, he's such an asshole, I'm like, he's also a fucking troll. He, every time he does one of these things, and it's kind of happening right now, a new album comes out. Every single time, and it sells like crazy. He did it when the, um, the last stuff was coming out, and then Kid Scene goes come out. The Nas album he produced came, comes out every single time. But he is also clearly a very mentally ill person. He has, you know, most great artists are. I mean, the greatest artists of all time are very mentally ill. Some of them put shotguns in their mouth. Some of them choke on ham sandwiches like Mama Cass. Yeah, yo, he deleted all those tweets. Uh, he deleted all of them. Mama dude. Cass. Ma- ham oh, I watched that this week. I watched the first Austin Powers. You know why I don't think he's a troll? Because I don't know. Wearing a MAGA hat's not good for business. <laughs> no. But it is because all of a sudden, all these people, like these right-wing trolls, I remember Milo Thanopoulos was coming out. This is albums, a work of art. All these right-wings were acting like the biggest Kanye fans of all time. I was like, are you guys, like, how do you not get it? He went to a demographic that was not tapped into in the hip-hop community and said, fuck it. And he, none of his lyrics were, like, about pro-Trump or anything. That's what I don't get. Like, he started making gospel records, something that hasn't been done in his style of hip-hop entirely at all. And he, I mean, he does some really innovative stuff. He has that church, which he does some, he is a brilliant musical artist. Sunday like, service rules, dude. Dude, I, I see some of that shit he does. It's fucking wild. The episode that Dave Letterman did with uh, Kanye on Netflix was fucking great. That was good, yeah. Um, but it, there, it is, it's a level of two things. It's, I think his mania turns into trolling and then, but I think he doesn't know how to get out of it. Like, he's a dude that if he kills himself, will anyone be surprised? No. 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 It's oh, see, it, at, at his rally, he's wearing a fucking bulletproof vest to security Dude, on. I, I, when he said that Harriet Tubman thing, the people recorded like, all right, we got to go now. Harry, <laughs> his, what did he say? He said Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the yeah, slaves. Yeah, but then they cut the clip right there. You don't know. No, what no, no. What he said, he said that she didn't actually free the slaves. She just took them to work for other white people. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, dude, I mean, yeah, where's uh, he needed one of these when he said that. He's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Psych. Um, I don't know. It's, you know, it's so funny because on the another celebrity that's going through, well, has been through maybe one of the originals in our lifetime that had a mental health crisis was Britney Spears. When everyone remembers the shaved head and her doing her little whoopsie shots of her beat up pussy. Um, I like that. And no, you didn't. That shit looked disgusting. That kid. That shit looked like a kid with Down syndrome drooling. It was disgusting. I beat my meat to a clothed Britney Spears for so many years. Oh, well, who, who didn't? I came right Dude, if, if you didn't jerk off to the Hit Me Baby one more time or Oops, I Did It Again video, although nothing got me harder than Christina Aguilera's Dirty video. Dude, her fucking pussy looked like an RB sandwich. Oh, dude, it lit, no, it looked like a basset hound drooling. It could have been a penis and I would have been a Oh, uh, Dude, it could have been a penis. <laughs> so, but you remember all that when it was happening with her and lately on social media, people have been talking about her Instagram. She posts all these really weird videos of her dancing and she looks completely deranged and people are like, oh, she's so entertaining and then at the same time, they're like, we should be worried about her. Well, so so there's someone, so there were there are people in the comments saying, hey, listen, if you need help, wear, wear a yellow, yellow shirt. shirt. Yeah. And then the very next video, she's wear wearing a yellow, yellow shirt. shirt. So her, I, I wasn't aware crazy. of this until recently, but she has like no rights. What? Like she's not allowed to drive. She doesn't have any custody of her kids. All her money goes through her father, I believe, because they got a, a 5150 on her that she's considered yeah. a danger to herself and others. Like, she's pretty much almost like under house arrest constantly when she's not doing her residency. So people are trying to say, Let, let's free her from this. Why do we, like, applaud Kanye and all these things? I'm like, well, Kanye wasn't fucking buzzing his head and like, screaming at people and showing his open pussy. That'd be crazy if he showed his pussy. Brittany has a cock. Mm, like, that would be something. Think, like... Mm. If you think about Britney Spears and what she went through as a child star, yeah, she was definitely sexually abused. I think most child stars are. You know, in most and, cases. and that kind of stuff fucking weighs. At the on bare people. minimum, exploited to, to the most explicit degree. You know, we don't know what's gone on in her private life. Sure, that has led to her uh, being in this situation. You know, the whole marriage with Kevin Federline was yeah. fucking off the rails, crazy, for sure, overly publicized. You know, I don't want to say that she's crazy, but I can uh, see her be, being she, a danger yeah, to herself. Uh, absolutely. I'm I mean, not she, she lost her mind when fucking Timberlake left. Yeah, well, Honestly. then that's when she started it. Jim Norton used to have a great bit about how K-Fed was the smartest person in Hollywood because he's like, he didn't even have sex with Britney. He went up to her with like a, um, what they, the icing decorator and just squirted his cum in there and said, those kids are mine and half your money is. He put that in there like a turkey baster. Um, but it, it is it is very similar when you look at the Kanye thing where I, I do think that, the, you know, that's why I thought it was so cool Dave Chappelle went out to see Kanye because Dave Chappelle had one of the most famous mental breakdowns of all Africa. time. He went to Africa. He left a $50 million a year show. Maybe the funniest show of all time in Chappelle's show. One of the most iconic, influential, how many ripoffs and imitators have there been since then? And he he was like, I'm not going to laugh at my friend. I'm going to go see him. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing with Britney, I would have to read more up on it, actually what the legal precedent is for that. But I'm assuming it's been this way for years with her, apparently, that she has no – she literally cannot get a driver's license, which is pretty wild. And that's the thing. Like, all these people I, I was having an argument with the landlord about it. I'm like, I, I honestly don't care. And she asked why. I was like, because – not just you, but your friends are like acting like they care about Britney, but you're laughing at her fucking crazy videos. Which one is it? I Listen, I love Kanye as an artist, but his political opinions, I never got mad at him because I don't give a fuck what celebrities think. Who? Why should you fucking care? And, so which is it? Is it entertaining or are you worried about them? 
I mean, you have to, there has to be some sort of medium there where you like you genuinely care about this person. Sure. Because like he's brought like, Kanye's brought joy to millions of people. For sure. So I mean, oh, he's been, uh, well, the best music videos of all time is one of my favorite moments in the last well, forty years. I mean, I even said it to you last night when you said, "Oh my god, the Kanye stuff," and I went back and read it, and I'm like, I wasn't laughing, but like I felt bad for. No, the guy. there, there's. I have that moment when I first read it. I'm like, dude, he's going crazy. But he also said the movie Get Out was a based on his life. That's, that, that's pretty funny, <laughs> dude. It's uh, the NBC I, Bill Cosby thing. I woke up. Hilarious. I woke when that happened. I woke up at 6 a.m. to take the dog out, and the landlord was half awake, and I was like, yo, Kanye tweeted that the movie Get Out was about his life, and she started laughing. She's like, I'm awake now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fucking funny. The landlord was factually woke. Yeah, she. I, I, I woke her to being woke, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, it's very interesting. I also... I there, there's some weird stuff with the Kardashians, like as my feelings on them. I think Kim is one of the most brilliant people when it comes to building an empire. Oh my God, She's yeah. famous for being famous. Like there's no talent. Like she took decent dick on tape. Okay, fine. Her mother sold her sex tape. I have bigger issues with Kris Jenner because I think she's so desperate to be famous. But what I, I Kim just doesn't. I don't think she has everyone's best interest in mind other than her own. I don't. I'm not doubting that she loves Kanye. She thinks he's a good father, but. A show like he, one of the things he said was like, I don't want my family living out there. Like, she would make, you know, how much money she'd make if she did a show like Paris Hilton's A Simple Life, living on a ranch in Wyoming with him. That would be a completely different new kind of spin on it. But the celebrity, like, remember all these times TMZ comes out or pick, people take pictures of the Kardashians at the beach with their asses half out? They call all these photographers to take the pictures well, and everything. That, that's, that's normal. I yeah, mean, it's like they're obsessed with their, their, their own celebrity. And Kanye, while he is famous, he isn't this big, like, as big a public figure as them. They are like the public figures. Again, they're famous for being famous. Well, There's like no talent. 30 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Dude, and, and it still like does that. crazy ratings. I've never, I've seen episodes oh, when she has it on. Oh, I've never seen an episode of Jersey Shore besides when Snooki got punched in the face. OJ is Chloe's dad. And I believe that entirely. I mean, how do, how the rest of your kids like 5'2 on a good day and then Chloe's 6'6". Six, six. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. She's built like or, a fucking linebacker. Th- uh, she play H-back for us. Tim <laughs> Dillon has the best take on Chloe Kardashian. She's fat where it counts in her personality. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to bring back an old segment here. I don't know if you actually have a story, Jerry, but I have one otherwise. Um, we used to do West Melford Masterpiece Theater. Oh, we're bringing it back? I have a good one. Jerry, do you have a story or do I need to take the ball on this one? Take the ball and I'll, I'll come Okay. In. So, um, Taylor, you know this West Melford Masterpiece Theater. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go urinate. Go ahead, go ahead. I have to cha- I, maybe I'll wait for you to get here for that because you'll, you'll want to hear this story. Cause no, it, it, no, I'll stop. All right, so, it it's, so it's, a, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> it hurts too bad. It's a story of love. It, it's erotic. Ooh, it, yeah. Betrayal. Heartbreak. I okay? kind of already, ha- I kind of already know what the okay. story is just from that. So there's this circle of friends, right? And there's a, two couples dating, right? And they happen to be best friends. Both the guys are best friends. The girls are best friends, right? We'll call the one couple. We'll call them um, uh, Amanda and Joe. Okay. We'll call the other couple um, Miranda and uh, the, 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 Bob. The, the, uh, Bob. Miranda and Bob. Bob. Okay, and Amanda and Joe. So. Uh, I'm trying to think which one I want to make which now here. Um, okay, we'll make uh, 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 Miranda the one that I'm thinking of. Okay, so Amanda and Joe uh, ended up being on like a break, right? They were still like seeing each other, but they were like, you know, we need to work this through. We won't spend as much time together. Oh, I know. This okay. Story, yeah. <laughs> That's all you had to say. I figured it out. All right. So. Um, Joe's birthday comes up, right? I think it. I think it was. I think it was his twenty-first birthday. Was it? It was twenty-first birthday. They hang out at one of their houses, and um, they decide we're going to get drunk. Just the two couples. We're going to get drunk. Okay. 
Now, mind you, um, Miranda and Joe have been dating at this point for what, like three years? Something like Three, that. four years. And the other couple, uh, Amanda and, um, uh, I forgot the name already. Bob. No, Bob. Bob and Miranda and, and Amanda and Joe. Okay, and uh, Amanda and Joe? Was Amanda it? and Joe. You Amanda and Joe, yeah. You fucked sorry. yourself with so, Miranda and Amanda. I know, I know. Amanda, so Amanda and Joe had only been dating for what, like six, seven months at this point when they took a break? Maybe a year. Maybe a year. We'll say a year just to be safe, okay? Um, so they get all drunk together. What happens is the birthday boy, um, who's na- Bob, he passes out drunk, right? Amanda decides to go to sleep in the other room. Now, uh, Bob passed out next to the hot tub. So now we have the opposing relationships. We have Miranda and we have Bob. In Joe, the hot tub, Joe. Joe, Joe, excuse me, Joe. The other one. Jo- Joe in the hot tub together. Oh, could you use the real names? I can't. No, I can't. Okay. So what happens is, with, mind you, with birthday boy passed out and his girlfriend of three years in the hot tub with his best friend. What do you think happens? They just they just played patty cake together. They, no, they, they fucked. Oh, I thought they prayed. <laughs> they prayed together. No, yeah. They were no, they were bouncing each other's checkbook. They fucked hard next to his. Passed out best friend on the ground. And they waited to tell Amanda what happened for a week. I don't know who spilled the beans, but this very quickly infiltrated our entire, uh, I won't say how we all knew each other, our community. Everyone in this community knew about it within less than a week. Did yeah. Bob get Days. on him? What? Did Days. Bob get any cum on him? No, but he stayed with... <laughs> but no, he's... Jerry asking the real that, fucking that, questions. Those are the real questions. Um, I Bob, want answers. And so if that, that happened to you hypothetically here, where your girlfriend banged your best friend with you passed out next to them, you would end that relationship, right? More than that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah exactly. More than that, yeah, right. yeah, okay. Publicly, what, yeah, but, yeah, okay. Um, now, <laughs> would you stay idea. with them for another three, two years? Two years. Oh my lord! Would you then, in turn, also have a kid with them? That must have been some good pussy. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you, if you, him saw, not having context. Of who the that's what, that's is, what makes no, it makes no, it no, dude, no, 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 Jerry, no, Jerry, no, Jerry. Wait, hold on, wait. wait not on a good no. day, Taylor. Not even on a I good wouldn't, day. I wouldn't touch her pussy with your dick. All right, but maybe she takes it in the ass. No, no. Worse. The pussy is an upgrade. Taylor, you know what this is? You what? know what kind of moment this is? What? No way. No way. Dude, so yeah, that's oh, a, that is a, a West Melford Masterpiece Theater special. Um, I apologize to everyone listening if you can't follow along, but just know that it's bad. Yeah, it's, so yeah, the it's moral bad. of the story is... Um, uh, Girlfriend cheated on boyfriend with his best friend while her best friend was passed out upstairs and the boyfriend was passed out next to them on his birthday. Dude, it was... I, I got a quick one. Sure. Right, Go, so please, please. There was there was a bunch of us sleeping over a house and you know, we were friends with the girl. You played okay, and... Oh, you played Okie Cookie on her. No, well... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Another story. But, okay. Uh, so there was probably about maybe six of us sleeping over and so one of the guys banged this girl who... You know, she bang, she gets around, so... Sure. And and you're she, you're she, promiscuous. She was getting banged that night. And, and all the guys were banging other people, too. So we're not just slut-shaming her. No. We're slut-shaming everyone. Yeah, no. Everyone so was having a good time. Yeah. She got. She was getting banged. Every, you were experimenting. We were trying to figure out who was going to bang this chick that night. Sure. So Whose turn was it? Yeah. So we're all... Who drew the short straw? Yeah, <laughs> so we're all in the room, and now it's getting late. It's like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. We're getting ready to go to bed. And now we have sleeping bag, sleeping bag, sleeping bag, and bed. Okay. So there's like three people in the bed. It's like a big bed, and then a sleeping bag, sleeping bag, and then. Be weird if it was a twin. And then got, and then no. <laughs> <laughs> Race car bed. <laughs> <laughs> then guy, girl, and they're oh, hooking boy. up, and they're doing it, and you know, she said everybody's name in the room but him. <laughs> 
everybody. My oh, name, no. Two people in the bed. Another guy. Everybody's name came up but this guy, and he kept fucking going, and he finished. And then about like five minutes after he finished, everybody started to go to sleep. The dog pissed on her head. <laughs> <laughs> and that was... That is, on the cake. that is fantastic. That's <laughs> it. I, I just thought of another one. This is a really short one. Um, there is this girl that um, my friend and I both, uh, she hooked up with both of us. Okay. We'll call my friend Dave. Okay. Um, she hooked up with both of us. It was just like she hooked up with one of us one day, one the other day, sometimes both in the same day. We just hang out. We were good friends with her. Eiffel Tower. So, no, uh, no comment. <laughs> um, so, the one time, so my friend Dave, he was really weird about like how he could get off. It wasn't like anything abusive, but like there were times, you know, when, uh, especially in high school, girl has her period. She's not going to fuck. And sometimes they just don't want to suck dick. Listen, I, I, dude, my dick's disgusting. I feel bad for any girl. That sucks it, okay? <laughs> so she was. She tells Dave, "I'll give you a hand job." Okay, fine, cool. At that age, hand jobs are fucking great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. No, he doesn't like that. What? He's like, it's like Ralph he, from The he, Sopranos. He, <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, at least. But um, so so he he was definitely like a, a sex addict and chronic masturbator, and he had like his own lube and everything. Oh, but this day, he happened to be out of his lube, and he didn't have any lotion near him. So what's the? the he, he's like, I can't use spit. I can't use spit, and I won't get all off with a regular hand job it'll hurt so what would be like your next options like it's come no no my, my, oh my, my come is like i think <laughs> i know what this is okay what do you what do you think he used josh no what what were you gonna say go ahead uh how uh was this pre-high school or this was during high school during high school yeah uh, it was um, it was off bug spray. No, it wasn't bug spray, but I did have to bring him to urgent care the next day. Okay. Um, Do you know about the off bug spray story? I, I know. I need to hear that next, though. Okay. Um, so he didn't have anything else to use for lube except what was on his nightstand, which happened to be Clearasil. <laughs> Stop. So she squirted like a half a bottle of clear cell into his head. And here's the thing. He's like a one hump Trump. It took him her like a solid like maybe 10, 12 jacks and he's coming. And then, uh, you know, we're hanging out like another hour and he pulls me aside like, dude, my dick really burns. My dick really burns. I was like, all right, I guess we got to bring her home. Like, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, like, we're not trying to just say we needed a hand job and you had to go. It's just maybe the like idiocracy. I go for a Starbucks. We go, go for a hand job right now. Um, so so the next day, I'm like, it, it's getting worse throughout the night. Like, he, like, can't sleep. At, like, 5 in the morning, he wakes me up. He's like, dude, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. He had to go to an urgent care. And they had to give him something to, like, clear out his system because there was clear cell up in his fucking urethra. I bet you have no pimples on his dick, though. <laughs> no. No, he did not. All right. What was the off bug spray story, Josh? Uh, okay. So when we were in high school... Um, I, I, once it starts, I feel like I'm going to know it. Uh, a, a kid that we know... Uh, we'll call him. Uh, we'll call him Tom. Okay. Uh, comes up to me, and he says, "Hey, Josh, I got a weird question." So, what's up, man? He goes, "Can you get an STD from a hand job?" <laughs> Dude, you get an STD from horseback riding if you're wearing a skirt. Oh, and I was like, "Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I not not that I know I of." Would get, I'm gonna Google it while you're telling and the story. He's like, "I don't know, man." He goes, uh, "You know, I was hanging out with this girl, and you know, she gave me a hand job, and now my dick's fucking itchy. It's like all red at the tip." I was like, "Yeah, that sounds a little bit weird." I was like, "Was there anything weird about it? Did she like, I don't know, like, was she fucking dirty or something?" He goes, "No, you know, it was pretty normal. She just used some lube." And I was like, "Okay, well, what kind of lube did you use?" He goes, "Well, <laughs> I didn't well, want her to use spit." And we didn't really have anything, so she sprayed off bug spray into her hand. Yo, I would rather clear a cell 
I would rather clear a cell than that. Dude, I'm good on that. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. And I was like, uh, you, you might want to see a doctor. Just dude. say that you were like, I don't know, swimming and uh, I don't know, you were spraying yourself because the mosquitoes were out and it got down your trunks or something. <laughs> off bug spray. Off bug spray. I feel like the only thing uh, that might be worse than bug spray is when you, when we get off the air, I'll tell you who it was, okay. and you'll be go. You'll go. Oh, okay, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it's. I might have an idea, but um, I just, it just made me think of another story from middle school uh, about a guy that we've seen within the last year or so. Um, this was on our eighth grade trip. To, we didn't get to go to uh, Washington D.C. <laughs> <you>, uh, <laughs> uh, Jerry, when you were in like middle school or high school, did you take a trip to Washington D.C.? I did not. Oh okay, my God. so I just I just figured out okay, the story so, by by that small amount of detail. So, Taylor, so in, you're gonna love this. Um, in eighth grade, uh, normally every year we uh, they would take the eighth graders to Washington D.C. But that our eighth grade year happened to be the year when the the sniper in D.C. was happening. So they couldn't take us. They hadn't caught the sniper yet. Too fucking so, bad, man. So they took us on a trip. They took us on a really good trip. They took us to Camden. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the trip to New Jersey. Hell. So oh, there word. were parts of it that were cool. Like, <laughs> listen, let me say we got to go to Six Flags for like the full day, which was really cool at that age. The first day was like the state aquarium, which was cool, but they kept us there for six hours. You only see a shark so many fucking times, all right? So we're in a, we're in the hotel, and they kept guys and girls on separate floors, and they did really like fucked up things to keep us in the room. They duct taped the hotel rooms shut, which is definitely like a fire hazard. Well, um, they did that with us when we went to D.C. Yeah. They did the so, same shit. So, oh, and it also, by, by the way, this did not prevent anyone from hooking up, because <laughs> I hooked up on that trip with multiple girls. <laughs> like, it, it was stairwell, in Six Flags on a ride. Didn't matter. It happened. So one of the teachers, I forgot what teacher it was, but he was definitely like, he knew that all the boys just wanted to fucking watch porn. So he came to all the guys' rooms at like 9 o'clock at night. He's like, guys, HBO, he even told us the channel because it was like hotel room. 11 o'clock, G-String Divas is on. All right? So, <laughs> mind you... It's not fucking it's, weird or anything. Okay. But so, so, mind Holy you, it's shit. It's four dudes to a room. You're sharing a bed with someone. And in one room, we'll call this guy... Uh, we'll call him uh, Bill. Okay? We'll call him Bill. Uh, he decided that he was very excited to watch G-String Divas. Okay? All right. And he decided with his three friends in the room that he was going to wait till everyone falls asleep to crank one out in the bed. <laughs> That's not weird. I, I can't confirm if it was in the bed, but um, it, the bed is involved either way. How old way. were you about? Uh, what was that? How old were you? This was eighth grade, so we were like 14. 14. Okay. So he decided to crank one out. I can't confirm if it was in the bed. I'm just going to say for story's sake, it was in the bed. Um, so cranks one out, goes to sleep. Next day, wake up. The person sharing the bed with him, you know, gets up and they get up and they're like, what the fuck happened in the bed? This motherfucker cut his dick on a hangnail. <laughs> Ever so slightly, Shit. and just bled out like, like uh, not just like a little bit of blood, like Period fucking status. yeah, worse, yeah. like worse. <laughs> We're talking the, uh, Carrie when she's getting the pig's blood dumped on her. The whole bed was covered Shaving in blood. Your balls pre well, Yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> dude. A lot of blood. The former co-host of the show, Ralph, got to see all the aftermath of it. Um, yeah, I to this day when I see that kid, I bring it up to him. I'm like, yo, hangnail, bro, hangnail. Yeah, so that's this week in West Melford <laughs> Masterpiece Theater. Um, all right. This Saturday is a really good fight, Taylor. 
Uh, I didn't know I needed Darren uh, Till versus Whitaker. Darren Till versus Robert Whitaker, a major middleweight UFC t- uh, fight. Um, won't say number one contender, but it's pretty damn close. Also, before you go any further, I apologize to the listeners that I don't have any stories because Pompton Lakes at the time was very vanilla. I also don't think you went the same way we did. We were not at all. Like, no, because like, like I was, I, I was like we were I, miscreants. Yeah, I also uh, like no. This like, is that's not, the best way to describe this. Is, us. This is not a slight towards you, but I probably had as many sexual partners in eighth grade as you have had in your life. Yeah, sure. Why not? Now, I'm not trying to even insult you. I no, was disgusting. It's a medical miracle I don't have VD. Well, well uh, uh, my big thing was because in high school I was so fi- I was so like fixated on like I was gonna be a D1 athlete. Yeah. So I wanted to, I focused on that. You yeah. Know so what I mean? it, was just, it was just having sex what? with your coaches. What? How'd that go? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not great. I met you assholes instead. Yeah, no, but I, he met us and then he started only, eating AJ's every day. I only had I only had one school that was slightly interested. That was University of Maryland, and then they're like, "Dude, you, we can't take you on a one yeah. six GPA." And, and now you look like a terrapin, so that's okay. Is that turtle? Yeah, like one of the big ones. They, they live like a hundred years. Does it look like I'm gonna live? Like years? <laughs> Does it look like you're gonna live too? <laughs> This is so mean. At this motherfucker's dead celebrity party, I won the award for closest to death. <laughs> That's right. And the, wor- no, and the worst part that he didn't announce it, it was the, the landlord, landlord announced, announced it. it. Yeah, we did our, our combined I, I, 30th I, birthday. It was a dead celebrity party. Everyone had to come as one. And who's most closest to actually dying? And it was like just Taylor. I think like a few people even shouted it from the crowd. <laughs> Probably I think, just Ralph. I think the yeah, fuck Ralph. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the best. I dressed fuck up, Justin. I was a uh, I was a uh, Chris Farley as the a, motivational speaker. Yeah. Matt that was Foley. a good one. Um, yeah, so Till Whitaker on Saturday. Yes. There was a good card on on this past Saturday. Joseph Benavidez got his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, dude. Uh, that fight should have never happened. Nope. But uh, Till <laughs> Whitaker and mauled. we're getting Shogun versus Lil Nog t- three. They've already three. fought twice. Three. Shogun. Do we need that? Um, no, but yeah. Not really, not, yeah. I mean, it's a it's okay. a good fight. I Here's the thing. I don't hate it. No, we don't need it, but I would rather these two guys fighting each other than some fucking young up-and-comer that's going to take their fucking head off. Let the old guys take each other's heads off. Yeah, I, sure. I much I, prefer, I prefer that. that yeah. But when the fact that Shogun's beaten him decisively twice now, and Lil Nog sounds like he's going to retire one way or the other. Um, I also, I play, I, did I tell you, I also placed a bet for that entire card. With yeah, one dude, of my you, free, sent it, you sent it to me. No, one, that was the last week's oh, card. Last I did one with uh, the free bet. I just took all the underdogs, <laughs> and the payout's also like $26,000. <laughs> that's how you know you're not going to win. No, for three bucks, though. Why not fucking throw shit at a wall and see what sticks? None of it. If I if it wins, I'll buy you something. I'm gonna buy you a um, a cotton candy machine. I don't need it. No, I'm gonna buy it for you regardless. I'm not gonna use it, but, I but you're, you're it. gonna get it. He's trying to kill you. You're, you're gonna get. <laughs> Why are you shushing? That's <laughs> that's common knowledge. What? That I'm trying to kill you? Yes. Just be a stress, an annoyance. And it's fucked up too. I'm in the middle of this diet and you're fucking with me all the entire time, man. How's the diet going, by the way? Legitimately? Uh, pretty damn good. Uh, this is. It sounds so silly, and I'm gonna get a laugh in a second. This is yeah, the first, yes. week, first week in a while. No you fast see your food. Own dick? No soda. <laughs> no nothing. It's why, dude. Why do you do that? <laughs> Why I'm do you do sorry. That? that one just came out. You, you go. That see, wasn't. That wasn't you go, me. Seriously, how's everything going? Can't see your dick. <laughs> that was, That's as clear. As That's soon fucking as I, clear. As soon as I. You're said telling that. me something I don't already fucking know. I'm sorry about that one. That wasn't Dan. Stop that was saying, someone else. Stop saying sorry. It I, doesn't help. I, the sad part is, no I offense. You're a dickhead. See, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I, you know what? Thank you for saying no offense. <laughs> see, it does work. It, it clears everything. Yeah, it's like go to I, church. The worst part. It's like go to church. Taylor, the worst part is, I literally, as I was saying, I was like, don't say that. <laughs> it was out of body. Like, you, have, oh. you have this verbal diarrhea. Sometimes. Yeah, it's just like That's it comes amazing. out because there's just always insults on the tip of my tongue for everyone, it's including literally. myself. I play softball, and every time I make an error, everybody goes, fat! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't even give you errors. Just yeah, he had three fats today. So uh, go on about. But you. Uh, diet's been good. It's I like no soda, no cheeseburgers, no nothing. Just I, I'm doing 1,500 calories or less. Okay, it's a lot of fucking cauliflower, broccoli, cucumbers. Ew. Like it's a lot. Of, I, dude, it's <laughs> here's the thing. It's ill, yeah, no, but I, you get used I, to it. I agree. But my big thing is that, like, I really, really, really want to fucking lose this weight for once because I'm going to look like a completely different fucking person. For my wedding. Also, for my wedding. For, yeah, for your wedding. Same. And the big thing, honestly, for the first time in a very long time, shut up. Shut up. Something came out. It almost did. I stopped. I stopped. I'm sorry. It, I'm what, sorry. It came in a very long time. No, that no. That's not what I was going to say. Uh, go, go on, Taylor. I'm I said, interested I, in hearing I, I really, I, for the first time in years, I want to be clean shaven. Okay. I want to. I want to feel. I want to see what it's like again, and then just never go. Then realize so you. Then realize a, that so it's not just the the weight; it's the face well, that you're well, trying to hide. It's, it's, well, it's like the other thing too is like everyone be like, "Oh, what's that on your chin? Oh, your other chin." No, I don't want to. So I, what's that under so, your other chin? Oh, your other chin. <laughs> so I have a I have a similar thing, right? So before I had the beard, before I was fat. Yeah, facts. I used to rock sideburns, and I fucking loved them. And I would love to. Josh, be able you were doing so good till you said sideburns. Bro, I loved them. I thought they looked great on me. I don't care what anybody else thinks they That's look fair. like on okay, me. Okay, you that. look like Ted Reject instead of Nugent. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> jerk off. <laughs> Sorry. Why are we friends with him? I, know. I don't know, dude. But like, hey, no, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud. Pr- of you. I'm very proud of you. I've, I've bragged is, about it to the landlord too. Both of you guys. This is the I'm, lightest I've been in five years. I weighed myself in this morning at two uh, two sixty. So I don't have a scale, but I'll tell you this: I put on a two X shirt for the first. That's awesome. I I, did, stop. I didn't just say it. Stop. I did it. Do you want me to say it or actually like, stop <laughs> I'm, myself? I'm plug his microphone. Do you please. want me to say it or stop myself? I'm just stopping so myself. My, I didn't do anything. So my big. Th- you say sorry like, to me first, for the first mm, safe. So. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to this motherfucker when I was on the phone with my ex at the time, and he was standing at the top of the stairs at Greg's house holding his nuts. No wait. Let me let me hold on to give me the oops. I sat in gum. <laughs> Wait, I walk in the front door. He stands at the top. Look, Taylor, I sat in gum. And he goes, oh, fuck you. And then he goes, well, dude, you made me wait for like 10 minutes. And I say, oh, sorry. <laughs> dude, my hand smelled like sweaty, bo- so like onions. It was fucking gross. It, it smelled but, like White Castle. But, yeah. Oh, Le- legitimately, though, I am proud Never of you guys. Never get that smell and out honestly, of my mouth. And honestly, it's not even just like, uh, for you guys, obviously, it's an appearance thing. I being it's the nice friend that I am. No, it's it's a health thing because it's going to get harder as you get older. Right. And literally, I was just telling you guys this story when we went to Ralph's bachelor party. We met up with this. Uh, you uh, you I'm were. S- I'm still bummed. That you weren't there. That. You would yeah. had a great time. Um, we met up with this. Uh, we met this group that was having a bachelorette party. Um, they were really cool. We partied with them. Uh, bride was super pumped. Bride fucking died this past week at 32 from a heart attack. Really? Uh, yeah. She had a drinking problem. She was overweight. That's scary. She didn't look like oh like morbidly obese as, she, as i light up a cigarette yeah well that but uh, it's just for your health because as, as, as you for your health yeah, for your health hey you already got a penis be happy with it um it, it's just it's a health thing too you're gonna feel better you're you're not gonna be a sore random well, times it's gonna be easy dude you had that story you told last year where you almost couldn't fit behind a fucking boiler no i couldn't <laughs> oh yeah and to and be then, fair uh, to be fair there was this massive fucking thing and whoever built this thing uh, must have been the size of a fuck just stop. so taylor i need, I need advice actually <laughs> sure. because so I've gained a lot of weight lately. Now I'm up to 230. I usually I wish, dude. If I'm 230, that's amazing. If, if you're 230, you're gonna look like Christian Bale on The Machinist. Yeah, Facts. I, 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 you haven't I, been 230 since middle school. I used to be 190, 200. Right. I can't fucking tie my shoes no more without being out of breath. What do you do? Like, how do you tie your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making a joke. I need advice. <laughs> What's in your method for tying your shoes these last few years, Tim? I'm a friend asking for help here. (laughs) 
That was really funny. And he didn't even mean to be funny. He was like, like, what is there a suggestion for being a... L- I think what you're saying is being a larger person, you're not used to it. I gotta hold What's- my breath. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. How do you tie your shoes? I, I think the actual answer is Velcro. <laughs> I don't use I'm wearing slippers all the time now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're a union worker. How do you wear slippers with that shit? So I used to pre-tie the shoes. <laughs> you just slip them on. And I would put them on. There'd be no problem. Now I've well, I now I can now I could factually tie my shoes. I've been tying my shoes this whole time, but there was a point. You learned time how to a year I ago. Got, I got lazy and I just yeah. would pre-tie them anyway. I feel like you reach that point in like sixth, seventh grade when you have shoes, you're like, oh, I got new shoes. I'm gonna tie them. You tie them like you take them on and off by tying them like for well, a week, and then I, you're like, I'm just slipping these fuckers on and ruining them. I always had the skate shoes, you know, which were so easy to slip on and yeah, off. Yeah, so you would just tie them that one time and you were good, but not like. Look at me. I'm wearing fucking boat shoes, sandals. Are, if, if I don't, also if I don't have to wear shoes, I won't do it. When when thing, I, I go barefoot. When things open back up, are you going to join a gym? No, I don't. Listen, I, I really don't. It's not that I don't believe in gyms, but th- there's a time. They're real. There's a time. <laughs> in <this. laughs> no, I, I'm saying believe like that. You said they're. Do you want believe. me to talk? You're no, talk I'm about sorry. Real. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so it's that not that I don't believe in gyms. Is that there's a time and a place for it, and I would much rather get my diet figured out first because. Again, I, I, I grew up an That's athlete. What I There's an athlete here still somewhere underneath this thousand pounds that I got. But once I get to that plateau and I could actually start doing real weights and real calisthenics and really start working yeah, sure. at it, that's that's when I'll start, you know, really lifting because that there was, was a point in time where I was dead I was deadlifting like six, seven hundred pounds. Yeah, I was I mean, squatting five hundred. Well, I, I was actually even gonna say to you I wouldn't do both at the same time because you're talking an extreme diet, calorie, protein intake, and then you're gonna lift on top of it where you need to supplement that with calories and water, even more water and things like that. And that at that point you're gonna end up hurting yourself or Passing out, working out. So that's why I. That's why I want. Once I get the diet in a in a good routine, which I, I'm on my way, then that's. I, I don't even start know if it's, it's the diet. I think what transitioning. Your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna say, well, better than even like getting the diet set is you should set like once I get to a certain weight, then I'll start doing that because one of the the, the things that sucks with weight loss is excess skin. And the best way to counteract that Can't is wait by to look like fat bastard. Yeah, head. you're gonna have a vagina <laughs> on your neck. Um, the best way to stop the having too much loose skin, like Miranda from our story, um, <laughs> is is by lifting properly and do. Right. That's get to a certain point when you get to a certain weight, then start working out. That would be my suggestion rather than getting because even once you get in the rhythm of the diet, the diet might change even more. Then well, you know also, what I mean. That's why I'm doing just the resistance bands. That's now. perfect. Once, well, I that, down, I, like, once I get down to 240, I'm gonna start lifting. So yeah, my, that's perfect. My, my ideal weight also because I, I am just naturally. A bigger person. Yeah, you're, I've seen pictures of you in high school. You're a big, like, so, you at your latest was probably, I mean, in high school when you're you're still growing, obviously, after right. high school, you were probably always over, over 250. Well, so. All right, sorry. When, when I graduated, I was 275. Yeah, that's I was, what I mean. I was yoked. Yeah, I, when I first then, met you at Best Buy, I was like, this kid's at least 270. And yeah, you weren't, was, like, fat, you were right. thick, but you weren't now. I, I wasn't, uh, yeah, I wasn't. You just say fat. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying not to be mean. You weren't obese. What do you want me to say? So when I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago, right before my doctor died of COVID, (laughs) that's very true. His doctor died of COVID. Rest in peace, Doctor Mikey. You're the best pal. But seriously, so he died. um, He died of COVID. But before that, he was taking all my vitals and stuff. And he goes, you know. There's a left like there's a chart. There's like obesity, morbidly obese, ultra obese, and then I felt above that. 
super so, obese. So think of something going off the scale as far as being obese. That's me. Well, you know how like when you're you're Which leaving, is crazy, you're leaving, still outrun all of you you're, uh, for ten seconds. Um, when, you're, when you're when you're leaving Earth, four, eight, four, and like eight, there's dog. there's like less gravity the higher you get up, and then you get to a point where like satellites orbit. That's the category you fell into. That wasn't even a gravity joke. I'm saying like that's like the the I was levels for of the atmosphere breaking. Well, no, you've broken couches. I've seen I've seen it. Yeah, the best was when your bed broke, but that wasn't even your fault. That that, that was just a shitty bed. That was part. Of, that was partially my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing extracurricular activities. All right, let's uh, let's move on from uh, obesity and weight loss. Um, that's not really our. Uh, our it's like you watch I fat or something. What are we going to change it to? Stop saying. Well, no, it. maybe. How about you lose the weight and I gain it? <laughs> we do a challenge. We do a challenge. <laughs> But you've but you've been fat. Before. I've been fat before, but it's been a long time. That doesn't mean you bring it back. Well, I got nothing not, else going on for like, me. See, like, you want to lose? Wait, again. you want to lose weight for my wedding? I want to gain it. <laughs> like I'm going to get fitted for my suit now. By the time it comes up, I'm not fitting in it anymore. That'd be very funny. On Fourth of July. Well, listen, that's that's a normal routine for me. That's nothing. There were times you would text me nine o'clock in the morning. How many hot dogs have you had? Yeah. You had an argument over somebody, over somebody, with somebody about Joey Chestnut. He's like Joey Chestnut's not, not, not an athlete. I said, Are you fucking. He's kidding? he's more of an athlete than any golfer or bowler. That's for sure. Do you see the shape those guys are in? Kobayashi's got like a twelve pack. That fucking douchebag. All right, guys, I want to talk some fun stuff. Is our last part? How far into this are we, Josh? An hour and fifty one. All right, all right. So this will be our, 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 a good one. All right, so. Um, um, we we heard about um, uh, Jelaine Maxwell getting arrested a few weeks ago. Jeffrey Epstein's um, yes. le- left-hand man, woman, whatever, that helped bring in a lot of these girls. She got arrested, um, and everyone's like, yeah, finally, she's going to reel all the dirt. So then, just a few days ago, this set up all the flags. Everyone thinks she's going to kill herself, right? Like Epstein did. Cause, or Ep- Epstein didn't kill himself, excuse me. Um, it, just the other day, all over social media is that um, a judge that was assigned to the uh, Deutsche Bank uh, Epstein case that they're being sued for handling uh, how they handled his money. Um, that someone showed up in a FedEx outfit and shot and killed her husband, her son, and her husband was in critical condition. The he's, judges, he's stable condition now. Stable condition. Okay, but at the time, obviously. The, right. So the first thing, myself included, I think all of us were like, "Holy shit! They're really trying to do this. They're really trying to do this." Um, then I find, what was your thoughts on it, Jerry? Because you're someone that goes after conspiracy theorists on Facebook a lot. When you saw that this judge was targeted, what was your first thought? Fake news. You thought it was fake? That no, they're, they're, no, no. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, but but were at least your flags like raised that, like, oh, my God, they're targeted. They're, this could be another thing. They're trying to eliminate 100%, 100%. things. Okay. Just another thing that seemed so fucking blatantly obvious. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that was until I found out, found out who the shooter was. Another thing is the guy killed himself. So everyone's like, oh, they covered him up. It's a patsy. It's like Lee Harvey Oswald, whatever. And then I found out who this guy was. Now, for everyone here that's going to say I'm being naive or whatever, because I'm sure I'm going to get that, um, this guy's name is Roy Den Hollander. He's a lawyer, okay? This guy is famous or was famous and notorious for suing bars and clubs that did ladies' nights, claiming it to be sexist, that girls were getting cheaper drinks. Professional he, fucking defendant. He, yeah, he, um, he a uh, litigator, maybe. He would constantly sue people. Um, he sued uh, Liza Scherzinger for doing a girls' night that at a comedy the, that club. That was the big one, because they talked about it on Rogan. So he... he he did. The, he sued. Uh, at one point, I knew who this guy was because he did a whole thing where he was suing a bar for a ladies' night, and Opie and Anthony had him call into the show. And I sent you the video. I don't know if you got to hear. It. Maybe listen to it on your way home. For an hour, Jim Norton destroyed this guy. Like 
peak just ripped him apart, tore him apart, and the guy sued Jim Norton for defamation and emotional distress. Oh, he was enjoying it. Probably. This guy yeah. was a fucking loser and a crazy person. And apparently, what he had another judge targeted on his side that he had listed as a, a male feminist. So he just hated fem- he hated women because he probably had one bad divorce, hated women for the rest of his life. There's nothing in this one. This is not a conspiracy whatsoever. Everyone needs to shut up. All you QAnon cocksuckers need to shut up. Um, now Jerry, uh, one of my favorite things he does on Facebook is he, especially over the last few months, you've gone after the coronavirus truthers. Oh, for um, And you, being someone that works in the city, you've seen firsthand on a daily basis what it was like in the city with coronavirus. Oh, people were dropping dead yeah. in the streets. It was Yeah, so you know it's not bullshit. Yeah. Are there things where maybe numbers are being fudged? Tr- listen, accounting errors happen with money. You can't expect it not to happen with shit like this. But... So I um, I was posting stuff about the QAnon stuff last night because our president Trump called uh, Jelaine Maxwell uh, that he that he wished her well and I'm like is this a joke? Sure enough, I went and read to it. QAnon says that he's speaking in code to let everyone know that um, <laughs> that uh, listen I, I I talked about this on Facebook and someone added me to a conspiracy conspiracy theory group on Facebook. These motherfuckers, Taylor, I'm thinking about kind of like egging it on a little bit. Can I mention that I had a, a um, an aunt that was an actress that um that uh, got sold into things. I think I'm, I'm going to try and ride with this, but they're saying that Trump, when he says that he's wishing her well, he's letting everyone know that, listen to this, the arrest warrants for Joe Biden and Obama are coming in September and they're going to get arrested. <laughs> for what? Well, they say it's because of uh, investigations, but they claim they're not Trump supporters. So listen, you'd be a Trump supporter. Well, I don't like care. If there's a warrant. There has to be a charge. Yeah, well, they're saying uh, for uh, t- tampering and spying or whatever. Listen, just like Hillary Clinton's never going to jail, Obama ain't getting arrested for anything. Richard Nixon got pardoned. He w- probably would have gotten off on those fucking charges too. But then I was reading some more of their stuff that they think um, they're very big into the, um, the the COVID is fake, obviously. Bill Gates, they're like, look at the patent number on this. It's 060606. The number of the beast. This is about Satan. They're going to microchip you. They're very big on the microchipping things. And he's funny because he'll go, I'll get, I'll get chipped. Fuck oh, it. I, I love when those articles come out. It's like, oh, this country is starting microchipping. And I post I'm like, I can't wait to get mine. And <laughs> he, I just got like 100 comments. You posted something today about the vaccine. Can't wait to get mine, yeah, the COVID vaccine. I, I, I do believe that COVID is a man-made thing. Oh, I believe is. that. Sure. I yeah. believe that 1,000%. But as far as like the microchip and all like the Big Brothers shit, it's a little far-fetched. First off, you a microchip yeah, your it's your pocket. fucking phone. It comes with you everywhere. <laughs> they know everything they you would, do. Your bank's in it. here. You want to know how you're microchipped? The second you're born, you're given a fucking social security number, cocksucker. They know everything you're fucking doing. Yeah. So just stop with this, but I, some of the stuff these guys were saying, I guarantee you, I put the messages on mute because it was going off already. Yep, sure enough, uh, 49 new messages. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's mystery bank came alive after his death. Um, dude, that's a fucking novel. They, yeah, look, look, dude, <laughs> Holy look, look. shit, dude. Oh my god. That is dude, wild. Dude, uh, See, I, listen, I, I, I applaud you and I also hate it at the same time it, that you even entertain these I, fucking I wackos. They'll, they'll write like, oh, the next uh, presidential address, uh, Trump is going to be wearing a uh, red tie or something to tell, he wears a red tie every time. Dude, uh, again, QAnon just is a troll, and he's laughing at all these fucking morons. But they were t- sending songs that they think have it uh, masked in. One of them, one of my favorite Chili Pepper songs, "Snow Heyo," is about uh, the pedophile satanic child trafficking rings. Uh, the more I see, the less I know. The more I like to let it go. Deep beneath the cover of another perfect wonder. Don't you see it, man? It, it, it feels more of like a, it's just like a fucking like an ode to cocaine more than anything. It's like they used to think. That you play Stairway to Heaven backwards. It's like a oh my god, yeah, that's shit. It's so stupid. Or that Paul McCartney's dead. It's fucking stupid. Uh, well, Josh, 
He is dead. He is dead. Thank you. Um, but there, there's there, You're wrong. It's fine. They're literally arguing about how him saying "wish wish you well" about or "wish her well" about Jelaine Maxwell is code about like "don't worry, we're gonna take care of all these." Dude, first off, I when Trump said that, and this is actually kind of a, a terrible defense of him. I think he's so obsessed with his own news cycle that he doesn't even know why she got arrested. Well, he he, was, he knows her. He knew her. There's well, no denying instead that. Instead of talking about how like the stuff they're trying to do to prevent the spread of COVID and how shit's kind of getting out of getting out of control again, he goes, "Oh yeah, we did the uh, COVID briefings and the, the greatest ratings in television history." He's more concerned with of the course, ratings of the COVID itself. Did, I don't know if you and people are gonna get give me shit about this for talking about that that interview he did with Chris Wallace on Sunday on Fox. News. Did you see any of the clips see, from I it? I don't watch that, dude. I it, it was. Uh, oh my god! And usually when he does these like one-on-one interviews, he hypes them up on his Twitter account like crazy. He didn't say a word about this. It was so he talked about how Joe Biden wants to abolish the police and uh, defund them, and how his bill that his hundred-page bill that he signed with Bur- Crazy Bernie said um, wants to defund and abolish. And Chris Wallace was like, no, at no point in that hundred-page bill does it say defund or abolish. And Trump's like, oh, yes, it does. Oh, uh, Kaylee, get me the, the transcript. He brings it out. Not once is it in there. Awkward. Like It's like, dude, it, it, it definitely just wa- go, go on Twitter and just type in Chris Wallace and watch some of the clips. They're fucking funny. They made me laugh my ass off. But I, I, I'm trying to think. So if I'm going to troll these conspiracy guys, I want you guys to help me build up a good one because I can think I could really make this work. Now, I also like the angle of like saying I have a cousin or an uncle who's like a senator because they're very, I mean, he's a Democratic senator and did something like that. And I could take a song that says it's about something like that. There's a case I could build up here where I control these gullible fucking more. I don't know any of these people, mind you. They don't know me. It's so easy because you see what Barry McCockner does, right? Yeah, yeah. Sports he, Talk Barry. He follows He follows uh, Trump and he has the notifications on. So as soon as he does it, he writes right away and he uh, would you, writes about his cousin that overdosed on overdosed weed. Overdosed on marijuana. <laughs> and they're like, and like, see it as an example right there. <laughs> Dude, it's... It, no, it's true. The, they're, they're so... I love Sports Talk, Barry. He's one of the fucking greatest accounts there's ever been, and he's so good it's at it. that he gets everybody old. Jerry and I were trolling some fucking teenagers on Twitter last week. Because <laughs> I, I, they posted um, Stefan Gilmore as the highest rating rating, rating in Madden. This. 99. Yeah. I was like, except when he plays Devontae Parker at 73. Oh, were, and Patriots fans were just coming after me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then I just started going. I was like... Do you support the troops? You know, Do you want to defund the police? Are you anti-racist? You know, I, I saw that whole exchange, and I'm just sitting there reading it, and I'm like, you know, I'm getting mad. And then I did just a fake watching tweet. it. He did I'm a like, fake. You know, because he does the same shit to me whenever we have discussions, I guess. And he just, ha- for, I don't know how you just constantly have screenshots ready. Why is he always fucking? I'm very good. I and, I and I've even said, even when he was working, I said, there's no possible way you work because you just sit there and you just. I wouldn't get news if it wasn't for him. Yeah, I'm. I I'm, don't know. I'm, the, I'm not care. fake news. I'm the most reliable source of news there is. But we defeated this one 14 year old. <laughs> we defeated. I think he was 15. Let's give ourselves some credit. Maybe 15. But he was like, I know I support the troops. I support everybody. My grandfather I was. A, I made a fake tweet. Like, oh online, yeah, yeah. And it says, it says his Twitter account and everything. It says, I hate the troops. I said, explain this, you asshole. <laughs> oh, He's like, you guys are grown men making fun of a, tw- a 15 year old. I was like, that doesn't explain why you're not anti-racist and why you hate the troops. <laughs> That's constantly being a dick, dude. Though. It's so funny. So I'm gonna come up with something with these conspiracy guys. I need to like read the group more 
to see like what they're most into. It seems like they're very much into the the COVID's a conspiracy that it's a Bill Gates. The, I couldn't believe that when the patent number is 06066. That means it's the number of the beast because they're trying to link you to Satan. They're gonna bloodlet you and do so. Um, they call it um what is it called? Soul selling? Not even soul selling. It's like soul bathing. You, you've completely it's lost dude. Me. I'm not kidding you. That's a spirit spirit bathing. I believe it is. It's it's some fucking ridiculous stuff that these people believe. This is Josh is wearing a Slayer shirt and has no fucking idea with the, with a pentagram on it. He has no idea well, what the fuck. This you're is talking this is a about. sad part. They, they believe that all these Satanists want to like eat children, and I'm not defending Satanists. They're fucking idiots. No, Alex but, Jones wants to eat children. No, he <laughs> no, he wants to eat your ass. <laughs> um, the thing with like, if you read into like what like the, the Church of Satan or whatever is about, they're like, we don't fuck with children. We don't. I I don't know the full. I'm sure there's people that could prove me otherwise and shit like that. But they just want it. They cling to anything. And QAnon is so rooted in anti-Semitism and shit like that. How it's and it's always these fucking people that have kids that people that we graduated with or close to us that had kids at like 21. They were strippers out of high school. They have IQs of six. Their kids are already smarter than them, and they're convinced that someone wants to kidnap their fucking kid. No, no one wants to kidnap your kid. They wouldn't even want to fuck you. They don't want any part of that gene pool, stupid. So shut up. It, the same people are saying, I won't wear a mask inside. Just go away. You can't wear, Just wear a mask. What's the, what's the fucking problem? Is it that much of an inconvenience? I wear it for eight hours a day at work. Come on. Yeah, so, dude. So I'll give you a perfect... So yesterday I went for a tattoo uh, consultation. Okay. The year thing isn't happening yet, so that's being postponed. So I, I, I have, because of the beard, I wear a bandana. It's just easier for me. And uh, the woman who I was having the consultation with handed me a real surgical mask and was like, "Hey, can you wear this? I have a compromised immune system." And part of me was like, "Go home, stupid." Part of me, part of me was like, "Fuck you." The other part of me was like, "I get it." Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to be a dick about it. It, it takes less than five minutes just to put it like just. It takes you five minutes to put on a it's mask. Let- <laughs> That was funny. Jesus. It takes you less than five seconds, I think is what you meant. Sorry. I'm on your side here. I'm on your side here. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. Hey, I'm trying to defend you. It takes you less than five seconds. Just go. Fuck you, Jerry. Just go. Well, dude, your job, too, has to be difficult wearing a mask the entire time you're in someone's house. It's literally the worst. Oh, well, your, your job, too, being, you know, uh, although uh, Taylor himself is very anti-union. Scumbag. <laughs> Just making shit up again. <laughs> uh, I, he, he's I always, have, listen, I, have, I, I have so much evidence, and he's going to say I don't, but he's wrong. Yeah, again. He has none. I have so much evidence. I could sue this motherfucker for slander and defamation. No, you can't. Easily. No, you can't. And I, I absolutely can't. So you can't prove that. Can't prove that in you, court. You I've can't, been to prison. You Fuck can't you. prove that. Yeah, well, your, yes, own, your lawyer just died. Dude, you act like My I don't. doctor. <laughs> you, you act like I don't have screenshots of you saying horrible shit, too. Well, so yeah, I would counter sue you, there, and I, dude, I'll tie you was, up in litigation. You, you don't even I was know. On people's court. <laughs> no, stop. No, I'll say it off air. Shut up. Yeah. Someone. There, so let's just say someone. Funny. Someone banged a boat. <laughs> what? Just. Well, not, just, uh, just right, why were you on? I actually seen the picture of you on people's were you court. Really on people's yeah, court. I was on people's court. For yeah. what? So this body shop. I was. It was in the body shop. The car. Car was under my father's name. So obviously I can't be the plaintiff. Right. So I was the witness. And so it was in the body shop. Day before it was supposed to be done. Right. My friend, who's a tow truck driver, bashed into it. <laughs> fucked That's up awesome. the other side of the car. <laughs> then they fucking basically did a bullshit job fixing it, mm-hmm. and it came out like shit. So we're like, "Fuck you!" We're fucking, you know. <laughs> so we put the plane, the the claim in, and they just they call you. They, they you just all you have to do is put the claim in, and then they just pick out what they want. Right. And they said, "Oh, this is interesting." 
and they uh, <laughs> they picked it out. And now, mind you, it was I don't show anybody the video because I was hungover until three in the morning. You looked like shit. And I woke up and I'm like, oh, time time to go to court. And you know, we won the case and everything. Judge Milian looks hot and hotter in person, actually. Really, very nice, very pleasant. And so I couldn't stand up because I had a boner the whole time. And so, you know. But uh, yeah, it was, that was that was pretty much it. So, I, from what I understand, because so in in the company that I work that I work for is that there are times when you know people want to sue you for a certain amount of things, and you know what the field I work in, um, there, we get letters in the mail all the time to go on like people's court and stuff like that. And the one thing I know for a fact is that after it's done, it's, it's for TV. All the all the bills get paid. Yeah. Everything, but it, nothing comes out of your pocket. You yes, just go on and pay it. Yeah. And it, and it settles. You could right make there an asshole TV. out of yourself yeah. on TV. Usually that bill, they, that usually bill's never do. cashed. Usually they do. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just let's just say my grandfather was rolling in his fucking grave when that. Yeah, we'll tell happened. that story after on the air. That's a. I've never been on. I I've always wanted to go on one of those court shows. I'd be the person that makes an asshole of myself See, my intentionally. Did that the week before I was on, and he was a party promoter, and somebody couldn't get into the party, so they sued him for the twenty eight dollars to get in. And he was like, this is great. This is free promotion. He went on, made an asshole out of himself. <laughs> they aired it. He got more people in his party. More people probably wanted to sue him, dude. Well, that's one of those so, things where like bad press is bad press is good press. Uh, yeah. Any press is good press. Yeah. Or whatever. There's no such thing as bad press. That kind of thing, that's, right? But yeah. that's not yeah. really yeah. true. People's court helped him out because in the in the end they showed they showed him like you know when you walk in, dun, 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 yeah. They show dun, your dun, name dun, and he dun. goes, he's accused of overcrowding a party. Oh, dude! If I had that sound fucking bite, it's like Jerry accused of touching kids. I would just fucking. <laughs> that's so, so Jerry, you used to DJ, right? Oh God, yeah. So, you're not doing that anymore. No, no. See, paranormal base. Oh God, don't remind me. I think I said to you one time, paranormal ass. You know, he was like I, tweeting I, like, I, yeah. He texted me like, you retweet my party. I was like, go see paranormal ass. By the way, he's the, ass. The first year I knew you on Twitter, I thought I was paranormal bass. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I, I, thought, I thought you were. He, I think he said to me, he's like, dude, your friend likes fishing, huh? I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, so, so, so how long were you DJing for? So I was DJing. Well, I've been DJing since probably like eighteen. So more or less, maybe. I was doing it for like seven years. Did you get pay good money or was it paying shit? I got decent money. Uh, it's a livable wage. Is my I'll question. be honest with you. You don't get laid. Okay. By the time you're done DJing, the girl's already hooking up with the coke dealer. The ugly coke <laughs> dealer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so have to be sober. I tell everybody, you want to DJ and get laid? No. You just, yeah. You're, 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 be a drummer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, But one thing I, I got to say is I worked at Pasha, which was the biggest nightclub in New York. They had a mezzanine, and this is one thing that grossed me out that I didn't want to be a part of the regular crazy people in the dance floor. I watched people every week from the mezzanine bottle service puke onto the dance floor. <laughs> every single I would actually, time. I would one-up them. I would piss off onto the dance <laughs> floor. And, and these people are all on Molly. It's all EDM, and everybody's, the lights are going, and they feel the fucking mist, and they're like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're getting chunks blown on them. <laughs> Getting Campbell's chunky dumped on him. That just sounds like the worst time to me, oh dude. Well, see, I I always I admired that you did that because that is like the last kind of club I ever want to go to. I mean, I've gone to them like an AC when they do like Harrah's the pool after yeah. dark and shit, but not really my thing. Now, I don't think you're as good as DJ Danny Duckett's. But don't even start. <laughs> Wait, okay. So there's this guy. I actually became Facebook friends with him through Jerry. Like okay. we were like talking about. It. He's this diehard Giants fan, but he's like one of the delusional Giants fans. He can't shut up. He's a Mets fan. He's a delusional. Mets fan as well, oh. and a bad Mets fan. He's a delusional and a bad Mets fan. Yeah, another one of those. So, um, I don't remember what you guys were arguing about, but it was on my Facebook. It's about his girlfriend, that's the fake. 
Yeah, his fake girlfriend. <laughs> and oh, he, he got Manti Teo? He, he moved out to California to work for TMZ. Oh, and God. I was like, dude, you're not even a real journalist, so don't act like you are a photographer. <laughs> During quarantine, this asshole was going on Facebook Live doing a DJ Danny Duckett's live stream, and he'd be like acting like he had a huge crowd, and there's two viewers, and one of them is me, and he and ended up kicking me out of him because I'm like, take out your cock! Show us that unclipped monster! Dude, I'm just being oh, so... Shit. And he's awful at it. Like, he puts in, like, weird fucking animal noise like it's just not good yeah. you uh, dude he said something to him that made me laugh so hard when they were beefing he was like dude are you about to DJ another bar mitzvah like he was he posted pictures like his first gig it was and an it, elementary it was an elementary school thing like, I'm like 10 kids like yeah I'm like, like yeah. nine years old what are you paying cha-cha slide jerk off dude it's I don't even care I don't even, on repeat I don't even care if he hears he's, he's another one that he 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 was he arguing with, right he was arguing with, which is fine that's me I don't care but you be smart about it. He was arguing with me when the, the Oscars were happening and I was I love Parasite. He goes, Oh, Parasite wasn't even scary. Midsummer was scary. I'm like, motherfucker, it wasn't a horror movie. <laughs> scary. I'm like, I'm like, you didn't watch it. You did not watch it, dude. It, it just it all his his movie opinions are terrible. He said hereditary had no point. There was nothing made sense in it. I'm like, you're stupid. It's, it's okay. Like, if, you're if, dumb. If he came out and said, No, I this whole time I've been trolling. I'm like, you're the fucking man. Yeah, he's yeah, right. deep trolled me into so thinking bad. he's the dumbest per I haven't deleted him on Facebook because I have to see a dumb he is. But the entertainment value. Dude, he's deleted posts of, of his own because I've commented on him and made him look like an asshole. That is the biggest victory you can give me is when I make you delete something or make you turn off your Facebook wall. Well, you did that too. Do you, do you want, okay, this is how we're going to end the show. Let's tell him this story. All right. All right. So... Um, Taylor, we did a thing. We had this, these games with Taylor, and if you've heard this on the show before, I'm sorry, but when we worked at uh, Best Buy, I can say that um, there was a game that I made up. It's called, not incriminating. Called, called Nose. It was yeah. None of us <laughs> like worked we there just anymore. Worked at Best Buy. Is yeah, that none, that bad? none of us worked there anymore. But we played Nose Goes, and you know, during the, usually it's you got to get a drink or go get the food if it gets delivered. I made up Nose Goes, and whoever has their finger on their nose last has to kick Taylor in the dick. Oh my god! <laughs> at work, and it was like not just kick. He got kneed. He got punched. The one time he was standing up by the couch registered by my ex-girlfriend who was a cashier he's like has his back up against it and I just Muay Thai kicked him right in the cock and his pants fell down his bare ass was out in the front of the store in front of a customer he threw, he, Josh kneed him once he threw a printer at Josh yeah, so, like, like, a, like, like one of the fucking uh, copy machines yeah like printers. yeah, like a, like, a foreign one like, a fax he well, did nose like, goes and I really didn't want to do it but, but, I, to. but I, I full on committed to it yeah. so I pull him in for a dap and I pull him right into my just fucking knee into his throat and he grabbed with this giant fucking it printer. throws it at him. Dude, my nuts so were in my we, fucking we, throat, we man. junked Holy that printer. Um, so it ended when I had one of the, the, the person that lost nose goes was a minor, a 17-year-old. Oh and God. so I was like, all right, we have to stop. So then I turned it that into... That was one where he hit me. I was almost a split second where I just like... Decked I, him. Oh, I was so fucking so close. So then it turned into, okay, nose goes, and the last person to put their finger on the nose has to post something disgusting on his Facebook wall. Like, we're talking graphic, graphic porn. Yeah. Amazingly enough, Colucci kind of endgamed it because he posted a picture of this, like, jack dude sitting poolside, and he has his cock in, like, a wolf's mouth. <laughs> well, I, I, I looked at him, I go, listen, I'm like, that's, that's so, like... That's impressive. Like, so you that, find then that? That, that had to stop. I was like, all right, we have to yeah, stop that. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, my parents, my so, fucking college professors and shit so, so, all saw it. So then it turned into, um, 
one, but this isn't even part of it really, but on his birthday, it's how it started. On his birthday, we did a, a hot dog tour of North Jersey. We took him to 12 different hot dog places in North Jersey to get a specialty dog at each place. But the night before, we saw Interstellar, like the, the pre-screening. Awesome. Uh, I dropped him. I, I left. I dropped you off or whatever. I'm going home. I'm at the traffic light. It's midnight. It's officially his birthday. I'm at the red light, and I Google naked black dick, and I find <laughs> this dude with a dick that's literally up to his chin, and I post it on his wall. He texts me like five minutes later. He's like, dude, that's really funny, but my aunt commented on it. Yeah. It's like my family saw it. So I posted uh, the rest of the day. I just posted all kinds, of, not that graphic, but offensive things, like really bad things that I'm so glad you deleted your Facebook because of. But then yeah. I came up with the idea, and I started doing it like a couple days later. I just wrote happy birthday on his wall every day. Then a few of our friends started writing happy birthday on his wall. And then I, uh, then it was eventually like 15 to 30 people a day were writing happy birthday on his wall every day. So then our friend, uh, our friend Dr. Bob Roberts <laughs> took Taylor's phone while he was working and he changed his birthday to the next day. <laughs> so everyone got, everyone got a notification that it was Taylor's birthday. And the kid we work with that is, um, we'll say on the autism spectrum, said happy birthday to Taylor, not know, knowing that it was actually his birthday, but wanting to piss Taylor off. Taylor turned off his Facebook wall so no one could write on it anymore. And it was off for years. It was off until it. he just deleted his Facebook. Can I tell you one Facebook Please. story I have? All right, so my friend's little brother was just entering high school. Mind you, it was an old boy school. I went to it too. And uh, so he was, <laughs> he was literally, yeah. he just started, it was like October, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that. yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so it was like October, he just started, he's a freshman and everything, so he left his phone out, and he didn't <laughs> have a lock on it. Okay. So he had to go help his mother, whatever, so I'm sitting there, and I'm fucking, my friend doesn't even realize I'm on his brother's phone. I'm writing a fucking paragraph as him. <laughs> yeah, I've I done that. I came out as gay. <laughs> as I've little, definitely outed a few people on Facebook through the years. <laughs> as his little brother, a whole paragraph. He didn't realize it for hours. His family was writing to him. They were all concerned. Oh, my God. It was nuts. I ruined his whole high school life. That's, <laughs> the, that's terrible. All right, the last thing See, I... But the, the, here's a fucked up thing, right? So, like, it's funny. I get it. I do have a very good sense of humor. I do. I do know that. But like, there You're are a good sport. There were times when he would do shit like this, and I would genuinely want to. Like, I'm surprised I even hit you yet <laughs> in the years I've known you. But I've like, been hit for less. And and the worst part was like the way I was like again the way I was raised was like you know hmm. do unto others as you would have done unto you. I was raised Catholic, so that's the way I was always. Me too. You know, I was always <laughs> raised. So like. Okay, so when I met this fucking dickhead, right, and even you too, because you weren't great when I first met you. Actually, what the fuck I, does that mean? I actually didn't. I actually didn't like you the first time I met you. I really didn't like. For you. what fucking reason? Because there's a lot of reasons. Because because you you had a flip phone that flipped the opposite way. To <laughs> really? Yes. That's why. I was like, dude, this kid's a fucking jerk off. Who has that kind of phone? <laughs> Josh is offended. By everybody this. had that fucking phone. You were the only one. Just, just, just like how, just like how Bob had singular, and yeah. he was the only one. I no, everybody. I don't know. Is that, he's talking about the envy. Yeah, he's talking about. No, the no, envy. no, no, not the envy. You, you had a flip phone that would flip up like, a, like the old school phones, and then you would flip it down. And oh, flip it the, the twist. No, okay, that was because my fucking BlackBerry broke, and that was my. Mom's that, I remember. Old cell I remember phone. that. I didn't, See, I, didn't, I didn't have that just to fucking have it. See, that's. But, I didn't know but that. that is something that you would do first, at this was, point in your life. That was the first yeah. time I ever met you, but that was also the night you came back. We were at Applebee's. You go pissed on my foot. Yeah, in the bathroom. That pisses me off because I. 
I liked you a lot. I was like, hey, man, this guy's fucking cool. He's got a Wayne's World hat. That's very true. I did have a Wayne's World hat. Did you hate his mom? No. Hold, never, pull your mic down never, a little bit. Never. Uh, the, no, but so here's the thing. So I had a more, I had a, like a moral struggle where I wanted to, I knew I could be a dickhead back really, really good, but I just couldn't do it. And then years I just succumbed to him. Like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just gonna accept shit. who you are. It's that's Josh, all. I hope I didn't piss you off. I, uh, that's you're upset. But, yeah, but, but here's the thing. Oh, listen, listen, hold on. That's one you day. Him. We'll bet. That's what, we'll bet. One day in 10 years I've known you. Wait, to be fair though, Josh would have that phone as just a douchebag, just like when he texted us the other day. Should I uh, start using my old iPod for, <laughs> yeah. uh, for just music? And I said, I mean, you could, but you're going to stop using it in I, three months. He's like, true. I did, I'm going to do it anyway. I did love your uh, your fucking stupid Instagram story where it was Martini Kiss. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, no, I enjoyed that. So he, he put the new battery in the old iPod, and then you can't a, do a day later, he goes, <laughs> what? what the, new battery no. in the old iPod? How do you yeah, do that? He put what a new battery yeah, in the old iPod. It was 17 bucks. They sent me a kit. It came oh, you, with instructions. Oh, you pulled it apart? It a little fucking thing. Like, you stick it in there, and it fucking... We're talking like the OG scroll yeah. iPods. And I'm like... Yeah, the iPod iPod. I told him he would be done with it within three months. He goes, I'm already sick of wired headphones yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah, yesterday. So the, the last story I want to tell is related to Facebook things. Um, I don't know if we've told this yet, but we've talked about it. So our buddy, Dr. Bob Roberts, we I told everyone, do a Facebook cleanse. Like, look up the words that could get you in trouble with your name and delete them. And he's going through. And I used to do the kind of thing you did to your friend at Best Buy. And Bob worked at the security counter, and he was always logged into his Facebook on the iPad or his phone always. was there. So I would post on everyone's stuff. If they left it on one of the demo iPads, I would just post horrible things on their Facebook. <laughs> so Bob sends us one that was very grotesque. It was like, yes. get you in a lot of trouble. And he's like, Prosy, that was you. Fuck you. I'm like, dude, that wasn't me. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, yes, it was. Who else would fucking post this? It's fucking gross. It's offensive. It's racist. It's gay. I'm like, dude, that was not me. I'm like, I can prove it. He's like, no, you fucking can't. How could you go back that far? Fucking eight years ago. How do you know? I'm like, Bob, you really want to do this? I'm like, you really want to DB out douchebag Robert yourself? No, you fucking do it. I'm like, all right, that's the day my dad died. <laughs> Yo, he's like that was as I as I said it. He's like, oh wait, oh. And, and when I say it was the most genuine thing Dan's ever said, honestly, where he goes, I was, it really couldn't have been me, dude. If it was me, I would own up to it. But like my dad passed away, dude. Day, like, dude, I was sitting there as he was like egging me on, and I'm just like this. I see the fucking hanging slider. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, about to make you so, feel awkward. So another, uh, so I got two more Facebook stories. Go for one it. One is Bob has the best, like he ruined a movie opening night. Uh, was one of the Dar best. Dark Knight Rises, Midnight so, Release. Dark Knight. Rises. Biggest movie of the year by far. He, in years. At the end of the movie where it shows uh, Bruce, Wayne's, Bruce Wayne's fucking tombstone, he takes a picture of it, posts it on Facebook, and he does it to the tune of like that Call Me Call Maybe. Me maybe. maybe. It says the movie's over and, and this, this is crazy, crazy. but, but uh, Bruce Wayne's dead and you're all pissed. <laughs> Yo, he, I've he got never so seen much so shit much from people that he's that. known his whole life that were like, you're a fucking asshole. Oh, it was great. And that's the yeah, end game uh, right there. And then Richie, Richie spoiling Infinity War. Richie spoiled Infinity wild. War. Or on Twitter, like the, like the night, like the day it came I, out. Yeah, wild. I saw it with him. I know that's what I'm saying. I think you, didn't you like tell him to? Do I was it? like, Richie, you should do it. But I made sure I called Manfred. Like Manfred, don't go on Facebook. You're, he texted me because I guess he might saw a little bit of. It. He's like, you put him up to it, you fucking piece of shit. Oh, it was so funny. I we, I can't be as fun on Facebook like that anymore. I find other ways to do it, like being an asshole. But if, if there's a will, you find a way. Uh, that is true. All right, guys, uh, Jerry, thanks for sitting in with us, man. Thank you for having me, guys. I, I hope you had fun. What? Very nice. <laughs>
Oh, this, is, this was episode 111. You watch, I listen. Uh, the movie pick for this week. The movie pick for this week is Relic. I don't remember the. The album pick this week was um, Tyler the Creator. Oh, uh, Flower Boy. Flower Boy. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, thanks again for sitting in. I hope you had fun. Um, a baseball season starts tomorrow. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Yankee suck. <laughs> cool.